Welcome back, No Means Nerds, No Means Nothings, No Means No Nicks, to the 49th episode of the No Means No Thing, No Means Nothing podcast, where three absolute complete fucking idiots do their best to try to find the greatest No Means No song of all time. Spoilers, there isn't one. Oh, yeah. uh, I am one of your hosts, Jordan. I'm Matthew. Hello. And I'm Michelle, your bell. And I kind of feel like I'm just going to continue this stupid opening, but I can't really do it, everybody, because this is not another dumb episode of this podcast. We don't have any songs for you today. We are not comparing anything. Instead, we have a, I don't know, a little bit of a surprise, a little bit of a big deal for the rest of us. We'll see how you guys uh, feel about it. But we have a guest in the studio, as it were, with us. Uh, Why don't you go and introduce yourself? Uh, my name is uh, Karl Marx, and I'm uh, the <laughs> source of all problems in, in, in modern civilization. That's right. right. Or perhaps the solution thank you. that we just totally seized my means of production, just like came in here. Oh, my yep. God. Uh, oh, God, man. And those rich people. Oh, I hate those rich people. <laughs> Screw oh. them. Those Kill them guys. All. Yeah, yeah. Them really. All. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. do they think so, of those billions of it, dollars? Come on. If you didn't recognize the voice by now, you've re- certainly recognized the or laugh. The cackle. Uh, <laughs> the cackle. This is this is now, Mr. You Rob didn't Ray. tell me you you didn't tell me that we're not going to do songs. I was all looking forward to hearing a song and then having you guys say what you thought it meant, and then just destroying that interpretation. Oh, oh my I, oh, god! Oh, will it, please? You will get the chance. We'll just You'll have get to the have chance, you back. Let's do that. Yeah, you'll get the chance. I'm sure we have a couple of questions. So like, now, wait a minute. What about? I would love oh, that. We'll see. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, maybe maybe you've shit your pants as much as we have. But th- this is Rob Wright on the mic. We're going to yeah. go ahead and have a little bit of a conversation with yeah, him. Yeah, the idol of tens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, uh, you know, they, I, every now and then on our later, later in our career, uh, they they put posters up and say the legendary no means no, and I would yeah. grab one and go go into the promoter's office before the show. It says I'm legendary. I want five hundred dollars five hundred dollars more. I want five hundred <laughs> euro more. If I'm a legend, you're not paying yeah, me enough. I, I would have given it to you too. <laughs> yeah, and then he to watch me at the end, and there was only two hundred fifty in buttfuck Germany and people. <laughs> and I go, yeah, okay, whatever is this grief? Don't worry yeah. about. Oh my god! <laughs> I just needed to pull a sword out of a rock or something like that. <laughs> well, that's the problem with legends. They often just ended up getting stabbed in their own times, right? So uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things like the legend that you're going to have a long tail. I, rock, I, I think, think we were so. talking about this before. I mean, if, if I really cared about my other band members, I'd die in an accident of some kind. And, and, and then the, everyone would be thrilled and, and pay more attention to the music and they'd make, make lots more money. Yeah. Oh, oh, hardly. Rot. Hardly. Don't worry, sir. My kids, my kids would have profited if we'd all died in a plane crash. Oh my no! My kids would have been wealthy. No, well, now we're, I'm not going to leave gonna, them anything. I'm that's spending not what it's all about. Fish. We're do, we're going to do our best to uh, to help spur on this no means no renaissance as, yeah. as we've talked about a little bit, man. It's coming. No, I well, let me God. say right away, I appreciate what you guys are doing completely. Anything oh, that you. you can do to make my life better. Fine. Oh, say it. Say it. Well, I'm glad you're under the impression that this makes your life better in some way. Um, This is the the story of No Means No with the Internet is all sorts of people publicize us for nothing. 
It's like, there's 20 videos that anyone in the world can see. We didn't spend a dime on any of them. All we did is show up to a show and they had a camera on their phone and suddenly you can see, you know, no means no, live in, you know what the best one is? What's the best one? Live in the the flea in in, uh, Copenhagen. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's, what's his name? He put that up. Oh, I forget his name. The yeah. show must go wrong. Is that no, that guy? It no, it was another. Wow, I forget his name. Damn it. Anyway, I have to remember that. The Flea. Yeah. Right yeah. The sound is amazing, and uh, it's a pretty good performance. And um, you know, I look at it and go, oh, we, we weren't too bad. I love the fact that you know the the yeah. sort of mantra of, of uh, you know concerts in days of yore, like no recording devices, blah 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 blah. But um, it's pr- profiting uh, <laughs> profitable for you in the in the long run. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always hilarious to me. The Metallica, especially Lars Ulrich, the, the drummer, mm-hmm. going after you know pirating. They're they're getting our music without paying for it. And I'm going, man, an extra three billion people are now hearing yeah. your music because <laughs> exactly. they're too cheap to buy it. So they listen to. It. Guess what? That makes you a superstar. Right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, what are like, you talking about, man? You don't know which side of the bread the butter goes on. Yeah. What's wrong with you? But, and boy, he yeah. was on the wrong side of all that, right? I mean, Jesus, compared to where we are now, there's no stop. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. Absolutely, so, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no. we're doing our part, Rob. We're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna rocket you to su- superstardom, even if it's uh, even if it's this late date. But before we dive into <laughs> any more questions, <laughs> let's uh, let's do, let's do our dumb oh, little yeah, yeah. segment here. Mostly, I want to do this because, in terms of what we're drinking, uh, friend of the pod, Michael Pollard. Uh, has sent me some very fucking beautifully smelling Amarniac. I smell uh, it from here. I smell it. Oh, Amarniac. Oh, that's good oh, I love good this shit. Stuff. This, this has been my good. drink on the podcast. This is good. This is 275 oh, a bottle, apparently, this stuff. So isn't that, based, me a little... isn't that made from distilled pears? I think so. I think so. Yeah. But it's delicious. And, uh, wow. Michael, this is going to be my first sip. Let's see how it is. Chew it. Oh, my God. That's so good. Oh my nice. God, that's so good. Anyway, you're making me jealous now. I, I had a thing I'm for sorry. a very expensive whiskey, which I grew out of as my income lesson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll uh, get you some raps. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's millions of people out there. I was going to say, there by are. the way, where's Joe Rogan? Where is he? Oh, uh, oh is he, he there? He's going to come in later. He's coming in oh, later. Okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I have yeah, him yeah, tied up in the back there. The he likes that. Isn't, oh, he good, kind of a, good, isn't he kind of a douche, right? He's a yeah, douche, yeah. He's right? A bit, it, uh, He's a douche that uh, six billion people walk every day. I love it. You know, what do most people do for relaxation? They sit down and talk to someone drinking something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's all he does. Yep. And is it, it any surprise that billions of people watch him do it? Yep. But, you, you know, the, the advantage of that is that you see human conversations which you never saw before in any mm-hmm. Yeah. TV, never, you know, and uh, it's totally subversive and it's excellent. I just, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts or stuff, but I, I appreciate the job they're doing, you know, because yeah. anything else you hear is a lie in one <laughs> form or another. So, but it's when true. people are just bullshitting each other, sitting there drinking, anything comes out of their mouths, you know, and you see who they are and what they think. And yep, yep. Huh. So you have listened to our podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was going to listen to the one you had with uh, the, uh, the pack. 
Um, oh, oh, that sound was so terrible. Oh, the audio yeah, was horrible. Yeah. We oh, gotta dear. do that over, man. That was she got robbed. Yeah, she did get no offense, Rob. <laughs> I, I hope they're doing well because they are one of my favorite bands. I remember sitting. I was in the back of the van at uh, the Horseshoe in Toronto, man, the and uh, and I'm I sacking out before the show, and I start hearing this music, and it's like there's a blues band backing yeah. this up. And and then I started hearing singing. I went, okay, get up. Uh, yep. So I got up and yep. I walked in there and I was there with Michael, Mikey. It was a Hanson Brothers show, Mikey, Mikey the drummer. And like there was two of us and four other people watching the pack. And I'm going, holy mackerel! You know, it's yep. just she's she's stunning. Yep. When she, she sings, it's, it's just all heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then she has a voice to go with it. That this is an amazing thing. Um. I hope they're doing really well. Maya is also a wonderful, wonderful gal, and uh, does most of the writing, from what oh, yeah, I yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, um, he's got a side project going on, and uh, Maya's writing a book. Really, I'd yes. read that book. Indeed. Well, I'd um, start to read it, and if it was no good, I'd throw it away. <laughs> 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 but uh, I'd pick it up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I mean. Uh, when I was playing, as soon as I started playing music seriously, I stopped listening to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, and the only bands I knew were the bands that backed us up. Mm-hmm. And um, they were 99% garbage, but the 1% <laughs> were amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pack was one, and um, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm too old to remember anything. I'm but, sure invasives uh, were in there as invasives. well. <laughs> invasives were wonderful. Uh, the Dutch band, um, oh, God. Part of Conquerel, the founders of the sort of the avant art punk movement. I think we're having like, uh, senior moments here. I can't think of it either. The X. It's not the X. Is it the X? The X. The X were amazing. Mm. Yeah. We, we took them across Canada oh, wow. on a tour, and they, they, they got into town. They bought themselves an old Chevy 70s boater. <laughs> I bought it, and they and they drove that all across Canada <laughs> in the middle of the winter, hmm. and it, what a great time! What a How great time! That? You know, you know, when you you have a great band before you, and that makes you want to get up and look at the show before you even start playing. Right. That makes your show better, always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. always. And when you got horrible bands, uh, it it makes you go back to the band and go to sleep. <laughs> And that that happened so often, but 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 it was it was also it came in waves. At mm. one point, every hardcore band in the world became a metal band. You remember that? Yeah. Suddenly, you know, DRI was hardcore, and then they were a metal. Mm. And not only were they metal in their music, but their attitude. Oh, no. <laughs> I met them actually, uh, and and so suddenly on one tour, uh, all these uh, college punk bands or hardcore bands, teenagers, were all replaced by older guys playing speed metal. And just went, <laughs> oh, oh damn. God. And, and the music before every show was always the Bad Brains. The the, oh, the al- brilliant album that was the singer who did a lot of vocals from jail <laughs> on the oh, phone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, he was quite the character. <laughs> HR you're talking about? Yeah. Bad Brains singer? HR you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
that's hilarious. I never saw them, and that's one of the things I I I I, I wish I had because well, brutally amazing band. Yeah, amazing. indeed. Yeah. yeah. But but I certainly got sick of that album because I heard it every <laughs> night. Because they were always playing it. Play. I got it. Okay. And then some stupid speed metal band would come out and play, and it was like, ah, jeez, oh, get me out of here. Yeah, I no thought you like speed metal. Don't you like? I like rock? good speed metal. I like any <laughs> kind of music that's good. Yeah, right. All right. But when it's bad, there are certain kind of movies that are pitiful, and <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, bad metal bands are un- unbearable. Oh, yeah. bad polka bands are unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some excellent, ones. excellent polka bands mm. for sure, oh, and excellent for metal sure. polka bands. And uh, there are. You're yep. talking about Fintral. <laughs> uh, I'm actually talking about Polkaside. Oh, oh! Polkaside? Have you heard Fintroll? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. Mm-mm. They're they're a, a metal band that derived music from traditional Finnish music. They were a oh, fin- nice. Finnish band, and that's why the troll right in the name, hmm. and and that's very very country uh, folk European folk style right. polkas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I saw them actually live too, and they were brilliant. Huh. Wonderful band, wonderful band. Cool. A very funny. Uh, and so that you know, that, and and Slayer is one of my favorite bands. Oh my god! Mm. I love Slayer. I, yeah, I don't ever want to meet them, although I did. <laughs> you know, because they're real. You know, oh, I know. right? But Tom's yeah, he's, cool. That guy's but real. It's, cool. it's not an act. Right. He is. Yeah. He is in the pit of hell. <laughs> and that's what he's about, and that's what he—that's what You're that talking music about, Tom? From the heart, from the heart, the singer, yeah. the black heart. Oh yeah, God. yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a valid part of human experience—to be in hell, to be damned. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 they make great music expressing that. Yeah, it, it kind of makes me cringe, but even so, I can't. I can't do anything but appreciate it. It's well, and it's sure. it's interesting, like hearing that from a band that you know is actually in that place rather than the people who just want to front that. Right. Yeah. There's a difference, right? Like there's a lot of, there's like a lot of venom, people want to you know, they, yeah. you look at the same sort of thing yeah. and one is unbelievably good and the other is complete trash. Right. But people say, you know, venom slayer. No, 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 they're no, not, no, no. They're not no. any way the same because one is crap and the other is great. So, <laughs> nice. Oddly enough, Rob Wright is able to detect, um, you know, honesty and earnestness in music. I wonder where that is. Who would have thought? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, uh, before we get too far into it, let's. I, 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 I never feel complete unless I hear Strangey open up oh, her Guinness yeah. into the microphone for me. This, this is a little of my, uh, this is, my ASMR. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm second. Yeah, Rob, yep. this is uh, what Jordan sounds like having sex. Oh no! Oh boy, love that sound. It's a good <laughs> oh, sound. Wait, now I got a port. Whoa, that's lovely. Isn't that gorgeous? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so great. <laughs> Always reminds me, we used to stay in uh, Alphen an der Rhein. That was our home base in Holland, oh. which was our home base for any tour we were on. Oh, we were, nice. we're from the Dutch. And uh, there was a, an ad for something. I don't know. It was one of these new wave type advertisements on the edge. Right, <laughs> and it had a, an elfin young girl and a, and a t-shirt that said, "My father was a beer." <laughs> oh, oh my! <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and, 
That so is true. good. And so so, true. so many people out there whose father was a beer. I father mean, was a beer. Yeah. And, others and I'm just a cigarette butt exactly. lying in the gutter. All right, I'm sorry. Kinda. There you go. All well, right, that's, yeah, a, that's a little frou-frou. The other oh. one is more basic truth. That one's sort of an artsy it's part. My <laughs> a little too artsy, yeah. All right, Matthew, uh, finish us off. What do you got? And then we'll, we'll move Actually, into the wine. rest of this conversation. It's just wine. Uh, cheap, cheap Holy crap. Um, Spanish red called El Toro Vino Tinto. It doesn't have any kind wow. of... It's just red wine. Wow. Just red wine. You have never brought wine on the podcast. I have not. I think you have. No, I have no. not. There we go. So Rob, he usually I, brings like absolutely nutty, not actually nutty, fruity, weird, frou-frou beers that we yeah. mock him for mercilessly. But it's mostly to get Michelle's reaction, I, I, and then uh, I, I have to drink the thing, and I call it a beeric victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon beer. He had watermelon beer once. Uh, oh hell. my God! You uh, did. He did. He did. Yeah, he, did. he really did. He Are did. you a fan of a creek? Sure. You know what creek is? Yeah. yeah. I, I drank it. Went that that tastes like beer made out of cherries, and I never want it again. <laughs> Very cherry. Nyquil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm not a I'm beer drinker. I, I hate to be. I, I'm a heretic in in our band. Uh, I I used to say, look, you're spending all this money on the rider on beer, and I don't drink it. That is oh not fair. So <laughs> I forced them to put a bottle of Jameson's on every rider. So nice, nice. That was mine. That's fair. That's mine. That's so fair. what do you These have today, These days your Rob? little brother is making up for the beer consumption that you did not do. All before. right. Java, coffee. which is half coffee and half 18% cream. Which I do <laughs> nice. because I used to put in like eight teaspoons full of sugar. And I thought, sugar. perhaps that's not good for me. And I realized <laughs> I was drinking so much coffee because, I not that I like coffee, I just like sugar. So... <laughs> um, so I replaced it with cream that takes the bitterness out. And I managed to do that. It's one of the harder things I've ever done. I smoked, and it was much easier to quit smoking than it was. Than coffee? Then to or the sugar. Coffee sugar. with no sugar in it, yeah. How about yeah. that? Wow. I used to be that same way, and for some, for some reason, I've end, I have some coffee too, but I've ended up just right on the black train. Like, I just nothing now. Just straight up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I found that now I understand. Now lift up your shirt. I want to see the hair on your chest. The hair on your chest. Mm, <laughs> nothing. You no, are obviously a man, sir. I'm mad. That's right. <laughs> and I apologize. That's not really in fashion anymore, but you hey, must be. We'll take it. If, you, we'll take if it. you're drinking black coffee. <laughs> I'm drinking black beer. That's right. That's right. Well, you are not a man, which is a good thing. Don't, don't, right. no, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> what What have you got there? What is it? Me? It's Guinness. Yeah, your beer. Guinness. Oh, I, I am a huge Guinness fan. Yes. Yeah, that's Absolutely. her norm, her go-to. I love it. Love the it. beer that's a meal. It's a, you know, Guinness it's used a, to hire a guy to piss in every barrel they were uh, exporting to England. <laughs> <laughs> Did they need to hire him? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that, guys made a career of that. Every oh every God. barrel sent to England. That, that's one, why there's a Irishman hole in the barrel. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Right. And the English, of course, didn't know better. No, nope, <clears> they not. never, they never, you know, they never realized it. That's why they're English, and that's why Irish are Irish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 of Irish descent and uh-huh. Scottish, so that's uh, when people talk about England. I always go, yeah. <laughs> Very good. You you would have been. I'm that no guy fan of the English, although I have many English people I love. The English people, but they're all insane. They're they're all nuts. That's every last that's, one of them. That's true. There are some insane English people who I know personally who are listening to this right now. Hi guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. No, I, I love them individually, but the, the whole empire thing, I, I thought that was oh, a little yeah, too that, much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just yeah. went a little overboard. Just, a little you know, untoward. Yeah, uh, calm down. Guys. That's an interesting phrase, untoward. What does that mean? Toward un? That's um, Matthew. Toward. He's a linguist. <laughs> Matthew, yes, words are funny things, aren't they? They are indeed. I was just going to say, um, I don't know if you know, Rob, I'm from Victoria as well. So I, uh, Oh my I, God. Yeah. I have a, a, a little, um, not distaste for the English, but I certainly had my fill of, uh, Englishiness. Uh, <laughs> it's not really like that over there anymore these days, but no, uh, oh, goes. they got problems. Whoa, boy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it doesn't feel like home anymore. That's for sure. Oh no. That's like okay. I wouldn't go to the States anymore. You know, well, I, I don't look blame at, you. I look at pictures of Portland. Portland was one of my favorite cities. Mm. I wouldn't go there for love or money anymore. Yeah, oh, no. <clears throat> everything's everything's on the downward slide a little bit these days. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know your town is in trouble if the Walmart moves away. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! That's yeah. It's time to start rethinking your whole approach to an yeah. urban environment. If the Walmart yeah. won't stay there, Walmart. <laughs> I don't even go into those, man. That's sad. <laughs> no. So here we are with Rob Wright. I, I, has, I almost said the word legend, and then I thought you'd probably oh, come after bucks. me going like, 500 bucks, man, for this <laughs> podcast appearance. No, it's fine. Just send me a check. That's all I'll send I'm you saying. a check. <laughs> well, you know, I bought, I've bought every one of these goddamn uh, T-shirts that and, and stuff that oh, they've well, been putting okay, back okay, out. Okay, so okay, I've been right. I've been sending you some small portion of a check, if nothing else. Now right? you've all contributed to the cause of my yeah, welfare, yeah. and I'm you know again. I, I hope so. I hope you're seeing some scratch. <laughs> well, somewhat, good, a lot more good. than we ever tried to get or deserved. But it well, was surprising. I you know at the end, I, I you know I look back and I went, I started this as a joke. I started this as a as a way to pass the time and to scream at people I didn't like, uh, and suddenly I have a career, I have uh, a reputation, I have a semi bourgeois income. Oh, how did that happen? I used to sit beside people and just look at them in the dressing room, especially if I didn't know them, and go, you know, they pay me to sing. And you like. Roped don't, your don't, annoying no. little brother into it too. Oh God, yeah, he didn't know what he was getting into. Literally, I mean, he was a high school student. Mm-hmm. You know, the last few years of high school is when we really got going, and we didn't know each other that well because mm. I was eight years older than he was. Right. So my relationship to John before was like uh, I remember we lived in North Bay, Ontario, and 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 it was a small house, and we shared a bunk bed, and I was on top, and he was on the bottom. And I was like, you know, 16, and he was like, what? No, it was, I'd be like 17. <laughs> eight, eight from that, you know, yeah. nine or 10, whatever. <laughs> Math. Brad. Funny thing. Um, <laughs> so uh, our relationship was I would get up in the morning and I'd push him and say, okay, sleepy time is over. Get the hell out of my room. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And we never associated uh, until we started playing music. That was mm. really, uh, as brothers, uh, we were related, and of course we knew each other. But as workmates, uh, it was all the music that brought it, and, and the music was punk rock. I didn't ever consider being a musician, though I listened to music omnivorously. I had hundreds of records and all that. 
but I never considered playing it until the punk rock hit. So, mm. and it hit him last. <laughs> I was into it totally, and 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 I kept telling him, "Yeah, I got to listen to this." But he was listening to Van Halen's first album, excellent album, but not exactly punk rock. Right. And you know, and he's listening to Foghat. <laughs> stuff okay. like that and and i would say no this this and this and finally um we went to a midnight mass showing where it was the ramones rock and roll high school oh wow and he was completely drunk and passed out halfway through <laughs> and when he woke up he was a ramones fan so wow there you go oh, there you wow go. Huh. <laughs> he, uh. took, he took some convincing because he was an excellent drummer who was trained in high school and he was a a, a really good piano player. He was also took lessons, jazz piano and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he could compose music. In his high school year, he composed uh, a music for a big band, wow. original oh, music, wow. and scored it for the entire band. He was, uh, and so he was skeptical of people who got out there and and, and wiped uh, their nose with their shirt and then began banging out two chords over and over, <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs. He didn't think that was musical. I, on the other hand, went. Yes. yes, this is my music. These <laughs> are my people. <laughs> ah. Now indoctrinate my little brother. I will mold his little mind. I will make his little mind. And, and you know, I never loved punk rock for the music, although uh, tons of glorious music, music was made. I loved it for those people, the people mm, right. who were just, you know, basically it was, I'm fucked up, I'm stupid, and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and just singing. Right there. That's it. You got me. Singing from the fucking heart, right? Like just mm-hmm. straight out, yeah. straight out. It's interesting, yeah. Rob. Well, that's kind of got my impression um, was that it sort of flipped a little bit. I was always interested, you know, having grown up in Victoria, knowing a little bit about the scene, although you know I'm not of that particular era. But right. um, the eight year difference between you, I always kind of figured that it would would have been you staying aloof from the scene because no means no was kind of always seen as <laughs> separate from the scene. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was interested in that, that age difference and how that dynamic worked. Well, yeah. Um, it, come to think of it, that was kind of odd, but I'm, I must say that, uh, I listened, you know, I went from like, I started listening to the Beatles when they came out and I always, I had bands and music was a prominent part of my life, mm-hmm. but maybe the prominent part because mm-hmm. my life otherwise was rather muted <laughs> and empty. And mm-hmm. that's, uh, and so I filled it up with music. Um, and I went through all the stages, you know, um, uh, rock and roll, blues rock. I loved all the blues rock. I liked metal, the uh, Deep Purple, uh, uh, Black, uh, Black Sabbath, all this kind of stuff. And then I got into the, the fusion when it was all about your uh, technique and your virtuosity and, and adding all this stuff to rock and roll. Right. And I kind of went on with that, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of ucky. <laughs> and then everyone got to be superstars, right? They were the gods of the Imperium, these people who could play music like this and live You're this talking lifestyle. about like Yes and, and Oh, King yeah. Crimson, that I, kind of I, I like Yes. I, they were oh, one of the bands so I, I. I listened to. Um, and then I heard the Ramones and I just listened to it. Huh? <laughs> and then I turned it again and then I heard it again. Then I played it like eight times a day. And I talked to everyone I met, the few people that I knew, um, and said, this, this is, and they all listened to it and went, that's total shit. What are you talking yep. about? Mm-hmm. And so I found myself completely isolated, huh. loving this music and knowing no one else who did. 
Um, um, and and suddenly I wanted to play music, and I and I thought, hey, if, if these guys can do it, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I started, and I uh, uh, I sort of boondoggled my brother because you know I I was a guitar player and he was a drummer, and it's like, and I bought this TAC four track recording device, the first of its kind where you could overdub in a home recording and stuff like that. And that was it. Boom. We went. And the first people around me to love punk rock was all his friends, the high oh, school wow. students, whom nice. I was eight years older than. They all started getting into it, gangbusters. Right. And so here I am, this old man, uh, surrounded by kids who were starting to get into <laughs> the music that I loved. So, oh, oh, that's cool. It's yeah. totally Godfather. Cool. Well, I mean, and there's the, so much. And, and the scene in Victoria was so homespun and mm-hmm. and friendly and helpful and everything that the one in Vancouver was not. So it's mm. very lucky that we were in because I don't know how, how we would have fared in Vancouver mm. if we had tried to start there and do the kind of thing that we did. Huh. Uh, because Vancouver was always, you know, very hard and very cliquey and very, you know, and, the, and people were even then trying to be rock stars doing this, but hmm. right wasn't working out for them oh, <laughs> but, but they were trying and it's like we wh- how could we try to be a rock stars in a band in victoria playing whatever you know there was no question that that was ever going to be anything other than you know a hobby uh wow. you know pastime um again like to say the fact that we ended up going to europe and having a musical career quote unquote was uh, bizarre Nice, well, it, fun, it, but bizarre. It's yeah. so interesting hearing that 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 kind of origin story in the sense of the the way the two, the two of you approach music because it's certainly sort of the I mean for me anyway that magic sauce sort of chocolate and peanut butter element of this right like <laughs> mm-hmm. that that weird musicianship of John that intense earnestness that you bring to the songwriting and the, and the and the your vocal performances for fuck's sake. That's you know that's to me what makes this band so unique, and I think one that's of the things the, that we've that's the key to couples, yeah, whether yeah. close friends or mates, or um, I look at my own children, and uh, our daughter is one way and the son is another, and they're completely separate. They have got along their whole lives. I've never seen them fight. Wow! Whoa, you're lucky. My children have never had a fight. <laughs> that's in amazing. my presence. Great. And they're completely different, completely different in personality and, and temperament. But that's why. That's why yes. they, they, they're so good mm-hmm. together. Do you feel like they complement each a, other? They complement each other to, to the sense that they're not stepping on each other's toes. Right. And they are getting the benefit of, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah, let's do it. No, maybe we, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do that. You know, so, yeah. And, and for me and John, yes, we're very different, very different people. And, and. And that goes was a strong point, but also the fact that we were brothers. I, I'm I'm assuming that we would have broken the band up within the first few years if we hadn't been brothers, mm. because it was oh. a sense that you're you're, you're you got to see this guy at Christmas every year anyway, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, but we had we had savage differences. We had lots of arguments, and they were always about what music, music, hmm. music. That's why it worked. Because it wasn't about yeah personal yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's a worthwhile thing about, to argue about. Yeah. yeah. 
it was something that we want to do this really well. This is the way I think it should go. And he would say, no, no, <laughs> it should not. You know, he's constantly taking my lyrics out. Oh, oh man. Ah. That makes me mad. You know that, um, <laughs> what's the song? Um, uh, uh, Joyful Reunion. Mm. You know there's three more verses to that? Song? Oh, God damn it. Oh, 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 now's your chance. Come God on. Damn it. And he looked at him, he said, it's too long. No. <laughs> no. No, no. But this is this is like literature. This is immortal words. It's too long. Rob, Rob, Cut we, out. Need the, we need the lost verses. <laughs> yeah. We need those lost verses. You yeah, need to yeah. you need to give don't us those the lost verses. They don't exist and, and they, they weren't important, obviously. No, he see. was absolutely right. It, yeah, it was yeah. too long. It, yeah. it didn't need it was perfect the way he it heard was a it. perfect song. Um yeah. And and often that's the way because I would hear his songs as an audience and he would hear mine as an audience. Right. And who better to point out the failings of what you're doing? You can't see them yourself. Sure. Right. Everything right. seems perfect because you did it. It must be great. Sure. Right. But right, right, right. and right. and we were you constantly cutting each other up. Yeah. yeah. We we were constantly cutting each other up. Uh, and and the end was better music. Huh. Better music by far. Hmm. Better lyrics, better music. Yeah. I mean, that's and interesting. I've always, always had that question of like the two of you as brothers. I think a lot of people talk about, oh, there must have been this, you know, unspoken simpatico between them, which I'm sure is true <laughs> in regard, but I'm sure it's also like the comfortability of just like taking the piss out of your brothers yeah. a little easier than just some And it was a lot of there. this. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we never came to blows, but we had some, we had some arguments. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh man, oh, that man. was one of my questions. Like while you were playing, did you ever look over it and be like, I I can't love anything any more than this? Look at him. <laughs> but apparently not. No. 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 <laughs> but I have nothing but respect for John. And yeah. And you know, our combination without John, I, I wouldn't have done this. And I guess without me, he wouldn't have done it either. And 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 that's a bond that's that's what really holds people together. It's not who yeah. they are in relation to each other. It's what they do together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have a relationship with someone and you do things together and it's good, that's the best relationship you can have with anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'd like to be hearts and flowers and oh, we're chums. We're simpatico. I, I, I'm not simpatico with anyone. Well, no, it's, that's normal. <laughs> no, especially yeah. with families. It's yeah. yeah you're going to is it, and I've known people who were not good people uh, and were not, personality-wise, were very grating and nobody liked them. Mm-hmm. But I love working with them because why? They did a good job and good made the thing good, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I didn't, with their personality yeah. flaws or character flaws or moral uh, turpitude, whatever. Yeah. Is he doing mm-hmm. his job? Is it mm-hmm. sounding better? He's all right mm-hmm. with me. I don't care. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes friction sharpens the blade. You know what I mean? Like it's you gotta. No, I. I it wasn't like I disliked them. Yeah, they, yeah, they're doing their job. I like you. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> now the fact that you do a lot of drugs and cheat on your wife. Well, <laughs> I'm not married to you, and I'm not uh, paying for the drugs. So well, go ahead. knock yourself out. But, yeah. but are you doing your job when I'm with you? Are we doing something together that now works much better than if you weren't here doing it? Well, you're fine with me, man. I love yeah. you. I love yeah. you. Mm. 
That's great. Probably goes a cool. long way of uh, so many, you know, stories we've heard about uh, No Means No was an excellent band to tour with. And the people who toured with you uh, took a lesson for how you from how you did did things, you know, professional, really? respectful and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, it's a common refrain. Yeah, mm, that's nice. It's nice to hear. Um, well, great. Good. <laughs> I'm hoping you have heard that before. I have heard that, but, oh, yeah. but I, I think that it comes from the fact that, you know, <laughs> you know what, uh, the Beatles, John Lennon, he hated yeah. opening acts and treated them just like shit. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. If you were the opening act, you know, don't talk to me. You got 15 minutes, then get the fuck off the stage. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, Basically. And also the great story Lemmy tells, who saw him at the age of 14 in the Cavern Club in Liverpool. How about Rome. that? Wow. Lemmy's got a wonderful history. Um, and he said that someone was heckling them from the crowd. You know, their, their, their audience, the people who paid to come in. Someone was yelling at him. He got off the stage, went down, clocked the guy, and threw him out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> John Lennon did that? Is that what you said? I did saying? that. A couple times myself. I was oh, going to say, I've heard I, I some stories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have witnessed the Rob Wright getting pissed the fuck off at people jumping on stage. No. It's like, fuck you. Got no patience for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I, that, that I regret all that because oh. uh, I, I do because it, it was anger and anger mm. is never a good thing. Mm. It's not an energy as Leiden said. No, it's not. It is an energy. It's like a bushfire. Yeah. It's heading right for your property and going to burn your house down. Yeah. It's not good for anybody. And But I had a lot of anger. Surprise, mm. surprise. <laughs> and uh, and anger sort of ruled everything I did in, in a very basic way. Hmm. Um, and I regret that completely. And to anyone who I was a dick to, I apologize, including hmm. my brother, John. I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have done that. Interesting. Wasn't oh, a good wow. idea. It's anxiety before the, the show thing about it. Anger, that. anger works. Yeah. yeah, we were in Serbia, in Belgrade, or is it Bucharest? I can't even remember. Belgrade, I think. Um, and and the sound man was compressing the monitor so we couldn't hear each other. And then when we would step back and feedback, uh, this oh, is oh. musician stuff. But and our and I told our sound guy, get on this guy. And he tried, and, and we finally got it worked out. But I went up and tore a strip off this guy and completely intimidated him and completely stifled him. And what happened? We got good monitors. You know, was that a nice thing to do? No, it wasn't. Did it work? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I have nothing against this guy. Tough or, love. But it's like, no, things are happening here. You either help or you pay the price. Right. You don't mm -hmm. fuck it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're fucking yeah. it up, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, and that's not nice. And there's better ways of doing it always than being angry and domineering and aggressive. And, uh, but it took me, well, I still haven't got complete control of that, but I'm much better than I ever was because I understand it better. Yeah. All right. That's the lovely thing about getting old. There is nothing else lovely about getting old. <laughs> oh, no. But, but Understanding things and seeing things with a little more balance, a little more a little maturity. wisdom. If only 
at 20, I could think this way. Yep. Oh, Wisdom, hindsight yep. now. Youth yeah. is wasted on the young. I, all with I would all say that, about with all that anger, Rob, you, do you feel like um, yeah, go ahead. the the process of writing music and playing music was that an, an expiation or exorcism of that anger, or was it? Just, it was a vent for anger. Yeah. Yeah. See, a lot of things. I listen to my old songs, a lot of them, and go, and they sometimes surprise me about how I said things that I didn't really know what I was saying, mm. and now I do, and I went, "That's dead on." Wow! Wow! But, wow! Good. Oh. But, cool. but on the other hand, I said them sometimes in a way that's very, very acidic, sarcastic, uh, accusative, angry, and I listen to that and go, ah. You might have said the same thing in a better way, hmm. but, and, but and, so- uh, it was difficult when I got at the end of the career. One of the things that kind of stifled me was that I I I, I wasn't wanting to give that out anymore. Huh. I didn't huh. want to be angry anymore. I didn't That's want very to draining, to yeah. preach pain and suffering mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still recognized it and and realized it. But I, I wasn't honest because I wasn't feeling that kind of right. uh, pain, fear, suffering. Fear, anger, betrayal. Hatred, right. <laughs> yeah. well, when I and, started and out, that was, that was the music that I was making. Huh. But at the end, um, not so much. Huh. No, we, we, we've talked a lot about that in, in the sense of listening, for instance, to the tour EPs, right? And you've got these songs like Jubilation or One and the Same, these songs that are not leaning on that early no kind of inward glance at the anger and are almost i mean i hesitate to say it but almost buddhist in nature right this this real kind of like really inward introspection theory of mind almost but there's yeah. still in both of those eras there there's an unflinching honesty at the inward mm-hmm. look that for me as a young person in the 90s and the you know early 2000s yeah it may seem that early anger may seem acidic to you or acerbic but it was it was sung so earnestly that at that time in my life, when that's where I was as well in certain regards. Oh, it, it, it was re- definitely sincere. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's that's important. I'm it's angry at you, and I'm punching you in the face. Don't. But, I'm not playing around here, man. I'm sincere. That a, still doesn't make thing. it good. Really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree. I don't agree. I mean, I, I I totally respect what you're saying, but some of us need to hear that in in a way that's artful, right? In a way that's authentic. Uh, it serves a purpose. Well, the balance has got to be there. The balance, um, it's my opinion of, of, say, the music that we played, that I played, comes from the blues. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. blues yep. the blues is, is, uh, comes from a people who were robbed of everything. Everything. And mm-hmm. their lives were turned degraded and were hellish. And they reached down inside, and what did they find? In that pit, mm. they found joy. And they lifted up their voices and sang. And that is the heart and soul of the U.S. of A. And yeah. pretty much of the whole world. That yeah. voice and that joy resonates with anyone who hears it. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Even in Africa, if you listen to African music, they're not playing African music. They're playing the blues. Yeah. They're funk, jazz. Yeah. That's what African music became in the 60s and 70s. Right. They didn't develop their music. They learned from the Afro-Americans play the blues because it was so strong the blues is the heart and soul of the u.s it's not just guns money and initiative it's 
I love that. I love the fuck what you just said, man. So in safe, white, relatively affluent Victoria, what spoke to you about the blues? Uh, Well, I'm a human being. Yeah. And that's what that basically is. It's it's getting to the roots of what it is to exist Hmm. and have humanity. Hmm. Um, And like I say, that speaks to everyone. Yeah, I'm an Irish guy, but I didn't spend my life playing jigs and blowing a penny whistle um, <laughs> because I would have no interest in that. But the blues spoke, yep. speaks to everybody. It's everywhere mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's the irony is that the African influence of the culture and, and the, you know, the race of the people doesn't make any difference. It's the fact that they were slaves. Mm-hmm. And that in that condition, in that misery, and when they've lost everything, you lose your name, you lose your family, you lose the place you began, you lose your language, you lose your religion. Everything is stripped away. And then you're treated like a beast of burden, like an animal. But in that condition, they reached down and found joy. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. That's magic. It's powerful. It's magic, yeah. 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 It's inexplicable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most things are, if you look at them closely enough, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of my favorite lines growing growing up listening to your music was the white man. You just starting to get the blues. That was so <laughs> badass. It was so that, heavy. I love that line. You know, that's not mine. That's, oh. uh, I, I believe it's uh, John Lee Hooker said that. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. They asked him, you know, what what about these white boys playing the blues? And he said, uh, the white man, he's he's just Just, starting to get get (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh shit. That's Um, great. Well, I was nineteen, I guess I didn't I didn't know the John Lee Hooker thing, but I I loved where you you know I went and saw John Lee Hooker (laughs) when he was like eighty years old in the little club in Victoria. What's his face? What's the club down in the the bay there in Victoria? horrible rock club that oh it's the stairs that go down to the to the wharfs yeah. oh, i forget what it's called, yeah but yeah i know which one you mean yeah Penadina. well i went and saw yeah. him there with a friend of mine and we were sort of punky and we were up in the front row ah, and nice. he looked at us and it was like you and he just gave us the evil eye why because we all were disparaging the old blues rockers and for him, blues rockers is what revived his career mm. and gave him legitimacy. A lot of these old blues artists, they loved the white guys who appropriated their culture because Maybe in that way attention. they got mainstream recognition and they, right. they could make a living and they were respected for what they'd done. You know, the Rolling Stones, when they came to play Shindig, this old song, uh, old uh, show on TV in the early 60s, they demanded that they would come and do it, but they demanded that uh, Howlin' Wolf back them up on the show. Mm. Oh, wow. And for all the fact that they're douchebags, uh, that was an amazingly gr- great thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that show with their performance, you can always see, see footage of Howlin' Wolf singing to all these white teenagers. Right. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Awesome. But, but yeah, John Lee Hooker wanted nothing to do with punk rockers. Hey, don't you diss the people that looked at us and said, yeah, these are the guys. This mm-hmm. is, these are the guys who made it all happen. Not yeah. us. If they had the brains to do that, some of them didn't, of course. Right. 
uh, yeah, and uh, I love that kind of music, but um, but I, I yeah, punk rock was the one for me because that had that sort of nihilism yes. we've all grown to love and cherish, um, and and that was that that was right at the roots of what I was at that time, it, it, um, and it's funny to see that it's even in a strange way morphed into something that's going on now in an incredible uh, way. It's, it's really weird. I love living in this time because it's, it's revolutionary. It's a revolutionary time. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 I'm unfortunately very pessimistic because I, I think it's just a further road down to hell, but, uh, it, At least it's interesting. interesting. <laughs> At least it's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. So, pipe yes. up. So pipe up. Now it's our turn. Somebody ask a question. So can I can I hold dead airspace? No, 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 no. I want to no. hold can up I, my no. CD for Rob and see if he's got anything to say about it. Sure. What? Can you see this, Rob? Oh my God! Yes, of course. Very good. Very Please good. talk yeah. to me about this. I had a little in with Aaron Chapman with you. He was my first in, and he told me go out and buy the CD, which I did, and <laughs> get a grip on yourself. I was like, oh, there yeah. it is. There it is. Do yeah, you have anything it. to say about this? Uh, the Stranglers, Radis Norvegicus. I, I don't recognize a lot of things that were probably an influence, but that was definitely an influence on us because bass heavy oh my God. music, uh, uh, gnarly, nasty lyrics, um, musical proficiency, which uh -huh. wasn't the, in the vogue at that time, but the, no one cared as far as they were concerned because, and then that keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> now that wasn't an influence. It wasn't a way because John wrote most of his right. music on a keyboard, but yeah. That, and they that, use harpsichord for Christ's sake. <laughs> they had harpsichords <laughs> too. It's just crazy. Jet Black. That's the guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and he just right. recently passed, I think. And Jean-Jacques, what is Jean-Jacques Brunel? Or was it the bass yeah, player? Yeah, Jean-Jacques right. Brunel. Yep. Apparently yep. he was a total born, asshole. Born in France. And then <laughs> oh, no. Given the born. stick because he's French in England. Oh wow! Yeah, hey, that'll change your attitude, won't it? Yeah. Ooh, but, you know, but I knew a guy who who was a Frenchman who lived and worked in Germany, and I'm going, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You liking that? <laughs> That's a but and then, uh, oh God, I can't remember the main guy, the Cornwall, right? Oh yeah, Hugh Cornwall. Yep. Cornwall. Mm-hmm. Terrible mm -hmm. junkie, wonderful songwriter. Oh my god! Yeah, hmm. but that bass sound of JJ Burnell, like, did did you kind of yeah. be like, oh? Oh, but you gotta know who my main influence was on the bass. Who's that? You gotta know that. Come on, someone tell me who my who's the one I modeled my bass playing after. Oh, I know his name. Fail. I know his name. Oh shit! I don't like this. Quiz Bootsy here. Collins. Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, John, uh, not John Entwistle, was it? No. No, well, though, yeah, yes, but no. Uh, <sighs> Lemmy, come on. Oh, okay. oh, Lemmy, a motorhead. Yep. There you go. He played so how come what he I played. play Rick and Bucker? 
Those are so. I might have. I might have oh, if, so if I never had, had one, but I bought a Fender Precision, which I'm looking at right now. It's in the corner here. Oh, nice. One of my original ones. And you know what? It's now worth like $12,000. Oh, Jesus. Because it's made in 1964. How about I bought that? it used in the 70s, early 70s. And I looked it up and I went, holy mackerel, this is like handmade pre-CBS manufactured in Mexico or Vietnam kind of. This is the thing. Yeah. So it's a little nest egg. It, when, if times get tough, I can just sell that yeah. fucking guitar. No, and, no. And you, probably would, you, probably, <laughs> you probably wouldn't believe it, but I think it's it's providence of being your base actually adds on Add quite, a bit to that, uh, a, a, quite a bit to that. That idea occurs to me. I don't know if I'm yeah. quite that sleazy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, That's I good, probably but... am. But uh, <laughs> I probably would, but you want to buy no means the legendary Rob Rights. The yes, uh, okay. yes, um, I do. You no, have, there are people that. listening whose uh, celebrant <laughs> has just started to activate somewhere in <laughs> Slovenia or Poland or somewhere. It, yep. It's amazing the range of countries. Um, we can see the stats of where places are, are downloading our podcasts from. Uh, oh really? Crazy man! Yeah, Iran. So where's, the biggest countries? The countries? Well, what you'd expect, what you'd expect. but then um, there's tons of downloads from Thailand. You know, what? we've had yeah. downloads yeah. from um, <laughs> I don't know uh, Bhutan. <laughs> Bhutan, Iran. We've had Iran. Has yeah. Iran. It. No, no, yeah, that Iran. makes sense. Iranians yeah, okay. love the metal and yep. stuff like that. That does mm. make a lot. Of sense. I wish we'd gotten to Iran and Turkey. Never did, yeah. but uh, could have done. Well, well there actually your music yeah, went there good. there are people who are listening for sure uh, actually all the arab countries uh, there's a lot of big metal fans among yeah. the arabs mm. and uh, yeah it's interesting huh. how that would translate um yeah i mean it's more perfect you know norway the the viking guys yeah that metal is their music. Come on. Yeah. Rape, pillage, murder, take it on home and put it in the bank and beat your wife and have a beer. That's, that's Western beer. civilization in a nutshell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Norway's right out there. I mean, the top, uh, usually the top four or five. I mean, obviously, you, we look at the stats, it's going to be the States and Canada what and the a, UK. And then Norway, what a lovely just... group of brutal, <laughs> terrible people. They're, they're just, they're, I love them. Uh, the, the Swedes, not so much. The Swedes, they never oh, liked no. us, and we don't like them much. We never made any impression in you. Sweden. Oh, well, I I'm know sure, a Swedish person that loves you. <laughs> Yes. But we, in, in Denmark and, and Norway, we always did really well. And it was just a joy. Mm. And Finland, Finland, the land of white people. That's where white people were invented in <laughs> Finland. We went there and looked and there was these women all dressed in black leather. But they were whiter than than a sheep. So and, and they were looked like elves. They were elfin, <laughs> blindingly white, dressed in dark leather. You can imagine what went through our minds. <laughs> or was it the mind, really, it was going through? How did yeah, I get exactly. Here? <laughs> One it of seems the like the rest of the Scandinavians kind of consider the Finns as you know, slightly feral and you know, a little bit dangerous. So Yeah, they, uh, they, they are. They are <laughs> you know what Suomi means, which is the, the name of Finland to the Finns. Suomi. Finnish for Finland, yeah, Suomi. It, it means swamp. Finland is a swamp. It's a massive um, rocks and groundwater. That's what Finland is. (laughs) And very cold. 
And there's a huge population of Finns in the place where my mother was born, which is Thunder Bay, above oh. um, Ontario. Of, yeah. Yes. Mm. Huge I've been Finnish population. At the <laughs> And 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 there and there's all, all sorts of Finnish people. Why? It's just like home, you know. Ah, right. Rocks, ah. fir trees, water, That's and swamps. intense cold. <laughs> and and nice. maybe monsters in the forest. I've yeah, never right. seen people who drank so much. Huh? Finnish, Finnish people. Unbelievable. <laughs> Makes unbelievable. Sense, Makes sense. I, I remember a show. We were a show in Helsinki, and a guy came up. And the security had jumpsuits on and these huge long whip batons oh, and shit. mace. Oh Damn. no! And this guy comes up and he's so drunk, big drunk, and he's just walking in. So he's no, 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 and he just you know, ah. and <laughs> they maced him, and he went, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming to get you. He had trouble. It's one thing to have an alcohol high alcohol level in your bloodstream. It's another thing to be have more alcohol than actual blood, which is, <laughs> yeah. which is, sort of a norm. Face. I I was yeah. also in Turku, and the show got out. It was really early, so when I got out of the show, it was still light out. This was summer, eleven o'clock or eleven thirty. Walked into this cafe to get a snack, and there's like a secretary. There's a businessman, an older man. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a cop, not a cop, but a, a soldier in uniform. And six or seven people. And they had one thing in common. They were all stinking drunk. Mm. <laughs> Completely. Every last, you know, it didn't matter. Race, creed, religion. If you're in Finland, you're drunk. You're pissed. Huh. I, I don't know if it's still that way. but uh, Let's go find <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> but I love them. I love them. And, and yeah, the, the, the Norwegian countries... Or sort of difficult to get to and difficult to maneuver around, but uh, mm-hmm. one of those sort of brilliant places. Hmm. And if you drive in Norway, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just every corner is a, another postcard. It's all right. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. yeah. Um, and we we traveled and getting paid and getting fed and drinks yeah. for free. That's pretty great. Absolutely no way I could have gone there as a tourist because it's thirty dollars for a burger and ten dollars mm-hmm. for a glass of beer at that time. You know, you, no one could go to Finland or, or Norway unless you were filthy rich because it was just so expensive to live there. Switzerland Probably was like that is. as well, but it was great because yeah. we get to go all these places and we're not spending any money. We're making that's good. Pretty great. Ah, yeah, that's I, pretty great. I, I want to <laughs> ask you about that, Rob. I want to ask you about that. One of my questions was, um, like I said, Aaron Chapman was the first guy that I met that kind of, I know he toured with you. And I, I used to tell him, like, God, if I had enough money, I'd, I'd get the guys a tour bus. I'd just, I'd get them a hotel room every night. And he said, they, they wouldn't stay there. They wouldn't do it. I said, are you kidding? They don't want some, need some time alone. But you guys would always, like, stay at people's houses and, a lot. How how was that for you? Like probably when you just need some time by yourself and you got a small talk. People, how was that staying yeah. in the? Well, toward the end we got kind of spoiled. Toward the end we did. It was commonplace to have hotel rooms and stuff. Oh, good. And I always took advantage of that because yeah, it was just not because it's a hotel. It's because it's a room of my own. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I'm always spending time. My whole life is dedicated to the few hours a day or many hours a day if I can get it of being. Sol- solitary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm someone who's mm-hmm. always searching for solitude. Oh, totally. Um, uh, 
so really I didn't, that's why the lifestyle of the rock thing never was mine. Hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, it's perfect for people who party, but I mean, if you get into the rock style lifestyle and you want to party and drink, well, you're basically having a great time until you're dead, which would be right. about four or five years later, you know, right. um, <laughs> Uh, but we all managed to avoid that, me especially, because I just wasn't interested in drinking and talking and screwing around. All so the you time. had many occasions staying in people's homes where you did have a chance to be, you know, just in a room by yourself? No, but you it, the, the, to... then what it did it do? It forced me to talk to people and relate mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't been a musician, uh, it was the only way I could get out and be sociable with people. And I had to. You have to go someplace and you're working with people immediately, communicating, mm-hmm. and you're staying with people and you're talking to fans and you're talking. It's people central, and which is con- mm-hmm. antithetical to me. Uh, but it, without it, I'd be a very, very less of a person. Mm-hmm. It, for me personally, the best thing about all that was that it made me, made me personable. Mm-hmm. I got a bit of humanity which I wouldn't hmm. have otherwise got. If I'd have been a writer, particularly, right. ugh, I'd have been horrible. Have been <laughs> Seal yourself up in your basement. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you'd never seen, I'd never see the light of day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you were a writer. You were just uh, singing your words instead. Well, yeah, that well, that's be. the thing. You know, it, uh, uh, music is all about people bonding. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why every culture has to have it. That's why it's more mm-hmm. important than, uh, you know, being a doctor, a lawyer, and an Indian chief. Yeah. Did I say that? Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think it was a bad usage. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, no. It, 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 what music does, it's like you talk about language, so people talk. There was a language before people talked. That was singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not words. And not logical, cognitive understanding, but singing with everyone, mm-hmm. singing and dancing and making noise and thereby sharing every part of themselves with everyone else and strengthening the bond. And that's the only way we survive. Yeah. We didn't have much else. We we're little monkeys. We couldn't fight the elephants and the, the wolves and the bears, but six of us could. Mm-hmm. And music is one of the basic things that gets people together. Yeah. That and sex, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes both or at the same music time. Ab- yes. Or music about sex, yeah. Promiscuous yeah. and ubiquitous sex has yeah. also been a very important part of people bonding, <laughs> which is why the civilization is so artificial. One of the reasons why, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's interesting because that frisian of um you know, that desire for sort of isolation, I certainly share that or not even isolation, but just the, the need to be with oneself and yet the need to be with others. I, to me, especially at a younger age in my twenties, like the, the honesty with which you write about that is kind of fucking stunning. Like, I, I don't know that I've encountered any other, anybody else that, that deals with that in that way. And, and so it's interesting to hear you say this, that, you know, getting out and singing, playing music forced that, that contact with you well you know it's 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 all that i knew yeah you know um very early long uh, in my life i i i i got the impression and which was 
substantiated over the years more and more that the people and the structures around me were trying to erase me. Hmm. I, hmm. Was being, I was being destroyed. Hmm. And the only way I could do anything about that as a child, who you're powerless, is just to draw back and be quiet hmm. and avoid people. And that was my family, everyone. Um, and so by the time I got to be 18 and 20, I was a poster boy for nihilism. I was incapable of being human. I, I didn't have anything to look forward to. I couldn't do anything. I was too scared to even want to do anything. And, and that's what I've always had. Now, it's not a good thing. The fact that I seek solitude is not because... You know, I, I've got this wonderful world all to myself. It's because that's the only place I felt safe. All right. Yeah. It's by myself. It's yeah. And, uh, yeah. but ironically, that hand that I was dealt, you know, everyone gets a hand in, in life. I got you know, King High with three clubs and two hearts. That's what I got. And so, what did I start doing? <laughs> bluffing, bluffing. <laughs> <laughs> So in many ways, my whole life was a bluff. It was a, it was a, uh, if I, if I work hard, perhaps they won't know that I'm completely hollow. Hmm. Well, and, um, and, and, and over that time, from that perspective, I managed to, well, like people who are slaves, I managed to go into a pit and at the bottom, I saw the light. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't quite know. I, the The most holy word in my existence is the word nothing. Hmm. That is my mantra. Nothing. Um, I have the knack of being able to see what isn't there. Hmm. And that perspective redeems me in some weird way. That's where I find, you know, love, faith, humility which are Christian values, but I don't find it in belief in anything. I find it in belief in nothing whatsoever. Yeah. Well, that sentiment is pretty much exactly what spoke to me as a young guy in Victoria. And it was very interesting to me. And I've said this before on the podcast, how, uh, you know, no means no was just the good band, the cool band from my hometown. It's the one that all the other bands had respect for and everything like that. And I always kind of thought that it was, you know, uh, uh, it, it meant a lot to me, but I assumed that it was something in common of being from the same place and everything like that. And once I, you know, started doing Vancouver record shopping and then, you know, I started doing a radio show at CFUV and wow. I, re I realized that how you guys had spoken to so many people all over the world in the same kind of way. Um, it really helped me to feel less lonely yeah. and less, yeah. you know, alone being in, you know, a bit of a, a misfit in a strange isolated place. Um, bonding. Right. Bonding. It, it was, it was bonding, but you see, I needed yeah. the bonding more than any of them. Anybody. I yeah. needed that. Right. You know, well, I hope you felt it. I hope you felt it. I, I Well, I did. Yes, I did. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, um, I'm probably the happiest man you could, you could look at. I'm probably, oh, I'm the, so glad to hear that. I, I, I'm, I have nothing that doesn't content me. And, That's great. Uh, I, I, I have still things to be angry about and things to fear, but 
in general, I'm at the best place I've ever been as That's a human great. being. That's, That's fantastic. To and hear. I'll tell you, without that emptiness, without that hollowing out, I never mm -hmm. would have got here, I don't think. It would be like mm -hmm. most people, just accepting things as they are and taking everything for granted. Yeah. Every, everything in life, I look at as a gift. It's a gift. Mm. And um, uh, I finally stopped bitching about it and being afraid of it and being sad and said, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, I'll take that. Love? Yeah. I'll have that. You know, that's the... Well, you know, what is a Joyce quote? I put it on a T-shirt. Said, "What's the word that all men know but few dare to speak?" Few dare, yeah, yeah. Right. Love. Yeah. Yep. You know, and so that's what I found. Hmm. It's amazing. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah. It's uncanny. Like everything is, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, you spoke to. A bunch of us around the world. One of the things that we've often remarked on is that our experience, having been fans of this band for decades and decades, right? Going back for me to the 90s, most of us there a little bit earlier, but like for me, 1990. No means no fans are, in general, the nicest people yep. that I know. <laughs> It's true. It's, so it's you get, true. You, you, you get people who don't who don't really listen to the music or just know you a little bit. And it's like, God, aren't they kind of a negative band, whatever? <laughs> but but the but the truth the truth is no. that that what no, you just not. what you just said or or a little bit ago what you were talking about has always been my experience, especially with not especially, but often through your song crafting your lyric crafting your poetry yeah. this this kind of via negativa this this like look this this look that goes so honestly down to the bottom that that's where you find sincerity and light right like there's and and that's that's yeah. i think that's healthy at least for some of us that's where we yeah. that's where you can find the real sincerity instead of just sort of floating on the surface and and a lot of people resonated with that like yeah. really fucking hardcore. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a sort of an, an intelligentsia of the day, which is always talking about being in a safe place and not being harmed. And I'm going, uh, that's what you think <laughs> yeah. is a good thing? All right. No, right, no, no, yeah. no. Be in a dangerous place. Yeah. And navigate it. There's and that uh, avoid you. the harm or mm -hmm. live through it and learn from it. Mm -hmm. If you spend your life being in a safe place where no one can harm you, um, you're a jellyfish. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're floating, and anything that comes along will rip you to pieces. Right. You know, the negative is the teacher. Yeah. If you need a mentor, go to hell. <laughs> You'll learn a lot there. You certainly yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, a lot more than sitting in the pasture with the unicorns. You know, you won't learn much there at all. Yeah. Nothing that will make you stronger or more effective. Or, yeah. or, or more wise. No, right. I'm sorry. Right. Don't look for the safe place. And don't look for uh, everyone being nice. Hmm. Oh, man. It doesn't exist you know in the I'm... first place. And it, it's, it's, it's not going to get you anywhere. Right. Find the That's dangerous the place. That's the way of the world, though, right now, which is frightening. Everybody's like snow plowing their kids and taking all the obstacles out. And, I, and it's not... interesting. That's what I mean. I love this time because... Uh, uh, you can see some tendencies uh, that have always been there and keep coming back. You know, when I was a kid, it was the 60s. And it, when I was starting to be sentient, it was starting to be Vietnam War. Uh, hippies, mm -hmm. drug taking, mm -hmm. rock and roll music. And 
and left-wing politics was revolutionary. Now you look at the left-wing politics and it's the politics of the establishment of big government and big money. Mm-hmm. And and that's because the pendulum's got to go back. With, with all the shit that went through in the 60s, order rears its ugly head. People want order more than anything. And they'll sit there saying black is white and white is black. doesn't matter to them as long as they can get a grip on what's going on and control it. Mm-hmm. Um it's not much different to say the thirties, you know, people in the thirties, it was you know, what communism and all this kind of stuff. It's about control, absolute control. And then this the swing back to no, 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 blow it all up, cut it all down. And uh, <laughs> it's very interesting. It's extremely interesting to see that because uh, yeah. it's, it's becoming Victorian England or fifties, United States. That's where it's going now. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it much either. I don't. I'm fucking frightened here, man. But the thing about me is what what I fear is that the the control is toxic. Control is will kill you in the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where freedom, you know, a lot of things get destroyed and, and, you know, but control is, is just the wrong way. It's not going to save everyone. It's going to kill everyone. No, and and uh, ironically, well, not ironically, but it feels like even those who parrot the word freedom the most now are really just asking for freedom for their own form of control. It doesn't really matter what side. There's really, there's no one really advocating for freedom. They just want yeah. freedom from what the other fuckers are saying and wanting. <laughs> not really freedom for anyone to do what they want to do. So yeah, yeah. May you live in interesting times, as the curse goes. Right. Yeah. So here yeah. we are. Here we are. So. Can I, can I ask you a, a songwriting question? Would that be all right? Not about anything particular. I haven't I written was, a song in a long time. Yeah. But, but I been, think I can remember. I've been curious about like when you were, when, when you would write and whether that was lyrically or musically, were there some songs that just kind of came as like a, a, just a fucking download or was it always, or were there songs that took more, sort of pouring over it, rewriting, rewriting, aside from John casting verses out to the <laughs> void. Did, did, were there some songs that We really did just both, and I'll you? tell you, the, yeah. Uh, most of the songs that I did that are good uh, happened in about 15, 20 minutes. Ah, oh, my God. I would th- that's, my, that. that's what I thought. Yeah, Jesus Christ. 15 or yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. I hear a, a, a play something and hear it and put it together with something else and then a, a word, a title. Hmm. Um, the small parts isolated and destroyed that song came from the title wow the title was the first thing that was written for that song wow. and no, no music or lyrics and that's how the, the and then it just went yeah, yeah. and there wow. it was and uh, also the best the songs were, Zeus. yeah also, also the best songs were, I don't I didn't have much to do with they just flowed out they just came Thank from you. you. Talking they about just came gifts. Through you. That, yeah. The best songs were gifts from somewhere yeah. else. And I just, yeah. you know, wrote them down and played them and recorded them. Yeah. But, uh, and then, like I say, I go back to music songs that I've written and go, oh, that's what I was saying. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I had no it's idea I was there. saying that. Uh, but now I, I listen and go, well, okay. That, that, yeah, dead on. Good, good. Hmm. 
Or oh, I go, that's great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> come on. I, I don't listen to the old music much. And sometimes I do. And mostly it's a, it's good experience, but oh, every now and great. then I get a, what? I get a song and I go, Oh, what makes God. you cringe? What what makes you cringe now? What do you listen to that makes you cringe? Uh, ideas, stupid ideas <laughs> in songs. Uh, you know, some people can put their ideas into music. To me, that it's usually the least valuable thing I have huh. to offer in my music. Ideas. Oh my God! I think that's the, the most valuable thing you have. <laughs> well, to well, offer. no, well, everything is an idea. People think we think and talk. That's our whole lives. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I'm pessimistic about people. Because reality doesn't give a damn what you think or right. what you say. And mm -hmm. if you live in a world which is all about and totally about what you think and say, ah, uh, you're off in a fantasy world. And uh, mm -hmm. oh boy, look out. You're not ready for what's coming. No, 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 no. Um, so, uh, yeah. You know, kill everyone now. Do I mean you should kill everyone now? <laughs> Matthew, no. Did I, did I believe that uh, mass destruction was a good thing? No. There's no <laughs> idea in that song. Right. There's only an emotional message yeah. in that song. And then truth because of that, hearing that some of these things came kind of fully sprung Spoken from your yeah. from, from your heart in a way, right? That's what has been, you know, so... Here's a really coarse example of it, but we just did a, a couple of bonus episodes on the, uh, the, the, we weren't going to do this, but we did it anyway on the, the Jello collaboration. And so I, you hear, you hear <laughs> Jello, who is kind of the just Jello all... confrontation. That was not yeah. a collaboration, that was yeah. a confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we both came out even. But it was, it was interesting. It was very oh, interesting. Yeah. But but there's a man whose lyrics are very idea driven, right? Like that's absolutely it's, a, it's idea after idea after idea. And the and the contrast between how that comes out versus the 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 self contained music of No Means No is a very stark contrast. To some it is, degree. yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's more than one way to swing a cat. I mean, that's true. That's absolutely a, true. A lot of guys will do what Jello tried to do and just be moronic and boring and completely yes. <laughs> he made those ideas the way he connected emotionally with people yeah his ideas were as much emotion as they were ideas mm. and ferocious emotion you know uh, so when he sang them and was the front man of the band playing it yes the ideas are central but no, no, no. <laughs> There's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, you know, and look at one of the best songs they wrote. Had no ideas. Too drunk to fuck. <laughs> right. What's, yeah. what's the idea now? What's the idea there? You know, there yeah, there's right. no message. Or let's, but, but others like Let's Lynch the Landlord. Uh, 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 looking Forward to Death, the one we covered. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Um, there's lots of ideas in them, but what's what 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 drives them is pure emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and he was an emotional fellow, very volatile character, mm. and often very hard to get along with. Hmm. Still, is surprise, surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. But he's also one thing about Jello, uh, regardless of the fact that he and At 
sort of made our careers. Yeah, right. We wouldn't, who knows what we would have become without them and him. Um, <clears throat> but uh, he's a guy who said, fuck the system, fuck making money, fuck corporations. We're going to put out our own music. Yeah. And then he did that. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people said that. But, he, but then he they signed contracts and tried to get a lot of money and a lot of promotion. Eh, well, <laughs> there's a little, yeah, there's a little disconnect to a lot of yeah. the posturing in punk rock. But well, he walked the walk. He did. He and yeah. he started AT and look at all the bands oh, that God. came off that label. They changed everything in it's a way, similar. right? Like that. They're yeah, revolutionary. Yeah. So I everyone think... needs to thank Jello. We do. But don't argue with him because he's cursing you out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to him <laughs> uh, when he was going through the trial about uh, the the, oh, the yeah. royal AT and oh, the, yeah. the dead Kennedys yep. and stuff. Yep, yep. And and I said, "Well, look, man, don't waste your energy on this. Just leave it up by. Do what you're doing now. Just let it go." And he cursed me out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he just erupted on me and said, oh, "You geez. don't fucking know what you're talking about. This is my legacy." <laughs> I went, "Okay." I think I actually laughed because, and that didn't offend me, and yeah. that doesn't make me think less of him. Yeah, it it, it makes me go, well, that's Not what drove it all. That's <laughs> yeah. that emotion, and yeah, in right. sometimes in some ways it makes him a fourteen-year-old spoiled brat. <laughs> in other ways, it makes him a, a, a huge and important artist. That's right. So, Sometimes you got to take both together, yeah. right? No, I yeah. mean, All right, I'm gonna, 14-year-old spoiled I'm going to run off and pee real quick. I'll be right back. Oh, Jordan's got to pee. Um, Rob, do you have to go to the bathroom? Jo the two guys have gone to the bathroom. Do hey, you I'm, I'm, 16 year, I'm 69 years old. I always have to go to the bathroom. Would you like to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. All right, all right. No, that's good. I never yeah, was a bedwetter. Could always hold it. Could always hold oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the signs of being, if you wet the bed, that's one of the signs of being a uh, serial killer, apparently. I, no, so I think it's cute. the other way around. It's the, it's oh. the person who can control themselves physically who oh. are way too controlled by what they think. Uh -huh. You know, it's mm. the people who have, are, are a mess, you know, and follow impulsive impulses and do everything self-destructive. They're the most human. It's the guys who are rigidly disciplined. Oh, you yeah, got to watch out watch for them. Ones. Yeah. Jocks. Joseph Stalin used to say that, uh, it's a famous quote, I'm sure you know it. Uh, uh, when I sit down and hear intellectuals talking, that's when I reach for my revolver. That's his quote. That's where I reach for my revolver. That's a song by the great band. What's another great band? What's their names? Oh, damn. New England. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jordan, who, who? What song has the lyrics? That's when. That's I when I reach for my revolver. That's when I reach for my revolver. The yeah. hell? You want me to great Google it? song? Great no, song. No, I'm a. I'm. Are, are, are one of the, one of the Nomi's no songs? No. 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 I was gonna say I don't recognize. Someone that. go on Google. Who's going? I'll Matthew. Go on Matthew's on Google. Google. Matthew's good. Google race. Google race. Yeah. We've outsourced our brains. And the, yeah. the lead guy had a famous name. But it wasn't Mission of Burma. Fake Mission oh, of Burma. Oh yeah, Mission ah, of Burma. Okay. What a okay. great band. There's another uh, undefinable, un uncategorizable band. True. I don't huh. think I knew that you that know? was them actually. Wow. 
but yeah, they're they're the kind of band. It's like, who are they? Where they came from? Perubu. Mm. There's another. Yeah. One. Oh my god, yeah. I love them. It's like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. Where did this come from? Sweet generis. It just. That's what I yeah. said about you guys. Yeah, when frankly. I heard you, I'm like, what? <laughs> frankly, who are these guys? Uh, this was before Google. I couldn't Google you. It's, it's remarkable how that is definitely a common thread. One of the questions yeah. that we ask our listeners, um, the three questions are: What's your no means no origin story? Um, what does no means no mean to you? And then if they have wow. a sort of personal story. Um, you know, going to a show or, you know, hearing you guys for the first time at a, a party and they met somebody really influential, whatever, you know. Uh, but those are the questions and those are the what we would get people going. And it, yeah. definite commonality was just like, I heard this and I heard I had never heard anything like it and I never went back. Uh, so yep, many people wow. said something like that. 100%. That was me. I was one of them. One of the reasons is accidental. The reason why we, it was because we played live and recorded as a two-piece band. Mm. That was the source of the original sound that we had. It was basically, I love it because it's the lack of something that made us different. <laughs> <laughs> it was because there was no guitar player. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we had a guitar player, but at that time, really, our, the way we worked was already foreign. Right? The foundation right there. Yeah. yeah. And if you yeah. if you play music with a bass and the drums, it's gotta be something a lot more going on with the bass and the drums and yeah. the vocals. Yeah. Because you have a whole empty space there that's gotta be full filled with color and nuance and you know, and John, look at John. Oh my god. I mean and then that kind <laughs> oh. of in that setting, he he shines. Yeah. Absolutely. Imagine yeah. him back in the back of the band going oom cha oom cha to three chord no, rock and roll. No, he's no. too good for that. That's fine. That's lovely. We I love that kind of music, but no, 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 no. If you want to know what John can do. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Holy uh, shit. And what what would I play? I play five notes over and over for five minutes. Right. Right. <laughs> but you didn't though. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I never yeah. listened to it. He's playing the same thing over. I don't it's like the, that bullshit because you're the not. slight differences in the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. The, the strictures of it and the mm. fact that I did that because I love that riff. A riff. Yeah. Like, uh, like um, what's his say from Black Sabbath? The riff master, the lead guitar player, Tony Iommi. Oh, to- yeah, yep. I just, that, that stuff just grabs me. A riff, a simple riff repeated. That's got so much power. Mounds of weight behind it. So much weight. Yeah, uh, it's it's more of a a meditation when you play it over and over again, like that. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you definitely. It's like techno. You know, I listen to mostly techno now. Four square, four square bass with all the nuances, which don't really matter. As long as you've got the got that bam, core. bam, 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 and bam, 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 bam. I want to, I want to talk more we about that. But out, on the, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I want to go too. I live in East End. <laughs> get my Nexus coming over. Rob. We'll listen to dubstep in my garage. <laughs> no, I'm getting my Nexus. I'm coming up too. You talk I'll about like beer. playing that like a same riff over and over in the power. But the other part of this is that you are often the voice on top of that, right? And that like. The, the nuance and power and sincerity that you're able to put through the vocals, to me, in terms of No Means No, what makes you guys so unique, there, 
as far as I can tell, there are no other bands who have the 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 kind of vocal delivery that you guys have and it's it's you it was also andy it was also mm-hmm. john totally right? andy yeah, but andy there was, was i mean it was amazing but, so, but, but, but you as well there's something so powerful and earnest about it that let that that the the bass underneath that just adds this i don't know man like the, the one of the things that well imagine has, i'm in a, a a band with two guitar players blaring lock and roll it wouldn't matter what I said because exactly you wouldn't hear couldn't it. Hear it. No. You couldn't hear the. It gave room for John to play rhythm, which right. is a drums in a way that uh, is twice as effective and musical as just a solid beat. Although I love yeah. the solid beat. Don't let me. Uh, um, but it also gave me the room to sing and and have people hear me and hear yeah. me, and hear what I'm saying. Did- and uh, yeah, and then. When Andy came in, um, he had that completely. He was a performer. Yeah. He could get up on stage and sing, and yeah. bang, he yeah. was on. I you. like your interview where you said he makes great faces. He, really <laughs> he does. He did. He made great faces, he and he had does. great uh, a great lurch. He lurched on stage. Yeah. He did. Uh-huh. He, he was like not standing there. He was doing things, and his guitar playing. You know, it was not standard guitar. No, playing. God. He, he played like um, um, Gang of Four, right? Whoop, yes, you yes. know that. And you can hear that in machine. his music. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and 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 he also knew uh, how to put himself forward in the song. Yeah. The, one of the things that impresses people about singing is not the words and lyrics; it's the person exactly exactly entered your head and is saying yeah. here i am who yes. are you mm-hmm. you know yeah. and he made that connection always mm-hmm. and so do you people. i mean that's with that band well, i tried that, to and yeah and, uh, you did very successfully and i think it was one of the reasons because of the isolation that i had when i got the opportunity to get up and mm. look at people and sing i that's what i did yeah i i i, I wasn't putting on an act I was saying, hi, who are you? Do yeah. I know you? Do you know me? Uh, I have a lot of things I'd like to talk over with you. And they all involve who I am and what's going on. And Does that interest you? Are you concerned about that? Well, how do you feel about stuff? That's what I was doing on stage. Yeah. Um, oh, not, you know. <laughs> which is again i love that i love sure. that. <laughs> sure. freddie mercury what a man yeah, yeah. oh my oh fuck but yeah but, totally different but for the audio yeah, yeah. listener yeah. rob just struck a pose yeah, that's a very freddie mercury pose did people did people engage with you rob much about like the no. song I, I, they didn't no. right like about the song I mean, when i look back at interviews which we've done a lot for this podcast and stuff no. People just never talked about the actual songs. It's one of the reasons why in this podcast, the whole idea was, God fucking damn it. Like, we need to talk about each of these songs and really tear it apart. Because it's not just, oh, that's great punk rock. And, oh, what a fun show. <laughs> the, yeah, other thing right. that, the other thing that I have to say bugs me. What do you think about the political situation? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think much because I don't know anything about yeah. it. And yeah. any opinion I would give you would be ill-formed and... Uh, uh, and based on basically no knowledge. <laughs> the, so why the hell are you asking me that question? Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, did that bug you after a while? Did it, did, it, did it bug you to put out so much just fucking crazy kind heartfelt of, poetry? And but also it it took the heat off because if, okay. if anyone had pinned me down and asked me to explain what this was all about, what the hell I was talking about, right? I, I, then I have to you know defend myself. Right. Um, but it didn't matter really. Again, it was not about the ideas and the stories. Yeah, that's great. But it's it was about the musical performance. And I always that's need the how, difference. That's how I looked at it. I mean, look at the Ramones. Yeah. What did they yeah, ever yeah. say? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to yep. walk around with you. I don't yeah, want to yeah. walk around with you. Why do you want to walk around with me? That's what their means, idea but... in that song. It's but a you're, wonderful you're, song. You sell yourself a little short, I think, because, and it's, I guess that's a natural thing to do, but... No, the the way that no means no is so I don't know what the right is uh, word is, but like holographic in that every element of it is is in service of I won't say the idea, but of whatever that heart is that you have tapped into. The unlike most other bands, the the way that you would say the words, the way your vocal delivery comes out, and the way the music supports it is pretty fucking unique. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's what I always loved about you guys, and I know mm-hmm. we've talked about ad nauseum. Um, so well, I think I think it's because I, unlike many people who would do this, I I needed to make a connection. I needed to mm-hmm. talk to people. Mm-hmm. I needed to connect with people, and so that gave me an opportunity to do so. So I took advantage. Um, other people, they don't. Maybe they have their loved ones, their family, their friends and they talk to them and connect i didn't have that Hmm. so i talked to everybody so it's like it's like uh, you know do you love humanity yes i do what about individuals ah not so much (laughs) (laughs) and and even humanity you know my my say hey humanity please phone first so i can think up a reason why you can't come over you know um Uh, so with that basic nature that I had for whatever reason, that, that little hole that I lived in, if given the opportunity to make a connection with people and to be right there with them, uh, that was the context I could do. It. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's what you did though. Yeah. I well, yeah. I know that. Oh, but you know, that, that doesn't mean that it was, you know, I was some sort of genius. It means that I was kind of desperate. And well, do but there was also a lot of the things that people just it. do naturally. I couldn't do. Eh, it but was to turn, humility, though. Yeah, eh, and to turn that into songs like vulnerability to, that, that reached me certainly. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, good. You know, you, good. you turn that into songs like "The World Wasn't Built in a Day," right? Where what you're talking about right now is written in a way that it's the most kind of authentic way that I've, I've heard that yeah. sort of idea expressed that need for connection and the need that understanding that I feel most free when I'm not in front of somebody. And yet yeah. the desperate need to have that connection. It's, right. it's, you know, so right. I don't, I don't know. Well, I have a vested interest in doing that. Yeah. You see, yeah. I had to do that. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do that, well, I, I, you know, I just be some sort of stunted nobody <laughs> and, 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 and probably not a very nice or good person or someone you'd want to be around. You know, at one point I, in my life as a young man, I went, because I had a vivid imagination. 
I read and, 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 and it was always dreams and, and imaginings that I was concerned with, not necessarily the reality around me. And a lot of them were not very nice. They were not very good. And I asked myself as a young man, are you evil? Mm. Uh, that like direct question. Are you evil? And I went, no, no, I'm full of love. And then I went, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I like that answer, though. Yeah. Uh, and that's... And we heard it. Well, there you go. There you go. Yep. But like I say, like I said before, without the dark place, without the, the nothingness, um, would I have recognized what I had? Hmm. Would I have been able to see the gift that was offered and that I could take it? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, it's like you say, you, things that you think are the worst things about what could happen to you or who you are. That's where you go to, to transcend them, to, to become something better. That's right. And That's right. Uh, me, I had to. I had no choice. It was a right, question right. of survival. In, mm -hmm. in trying to stop from being erased, I erased myself. <laughs> You know, and that's and humility, though. That, that's that's and, what that and is. And so it was like, oh, okay, the job has been done, and I've been a, an accomplice to it. Uh, well, that's not going to stand. Hmm. So, and I was able to work it out. And uh, everyone helped me. And thank you very much. Thank you very much, by the way. It was it was mutual for all of us. I think I'm gonna There's... start crying in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's the other I'm common serious, thing. Man. The, the so other common longest thing. relationship I've ever had is this band right here. Yeah, <laughs> Long, Rob, longer than oh boy, are you in trouble? Oh my, my god! It's Get help my now! Yeah, um, it's all I got. <laughs> Seriously, it's um, ladies and gentlemen, Matthew just let his hair down. Yeah, he did. Uh, he I did. think that's significant. <laughs> oh, why? Do, do, should, should we stop right now while we're ahead? Matthew, Matthew Jesus has entered the, uh, entered the chat. Long did hair. You, to... you know, you, know you... <laughs> you can always tell when a big cultural change is coming because of it. There's something happens with sexual relations. You know what started the 60s? Long hair. Right. The yeah. Beatles, they, they're beautiful, <laughs> beautiful musicians, but the made oppression, who are these fucking pansies with this long with the, hair? The hair. Mm. Yeah. And, and the hair became like a complete divisive issue between fathers and sons and mothers and daughters mm -hmm. and everybody. Mm -hmm. It was so important. Yeah. You know, people now, what are you talking about? I'm hey, telling hey, you, man, no it deal. was yep. huge. Yeah. Mm hmm People were divided along the lines of long yeah. hair or short hair. Long-haired, freaky mm. people. And the thing was that you're looking like a girl. Oh, really? No. And then what happened? Well, drugs and sex. <laughs> oh, no. With the long hair. <laughs> it was the feminization Jesus. of a way too controlled, way too masculine society. Decided, uh, we've had enough of that. We're going to let our hair down. Yeah. And we're going to be little monkeys. Because that's what we are. <laughs> and now you're seeing, no, 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 no. And what starts it off? It's gender. It's homosexuality. It's uh, trans. It's I'm a woman if I want to be, or I'm a man if I want to be. 
guess what? That's the harbinger of things to come. It's going right. to change things, and things are going to get a little weird. Me, I love it. Yeah. yeah I love right. people who dress weird. Yeah. I mean, come on, punk rock, guys with rainbow mohawks. I love yeah. those guys. Get <laughs> the fucking shoes you guys used to wear. I but, love these pictures with the shoes. <laughs> it's like John's got these dress-up shoes. And hey, John Chedzie. Shout out to John. John. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about John, your brother, but yes, oh, okay. John Chedzie. But I, it reminded me, I have a mental note to yeah. do that someplace. I haven't talked to John in years and... Uh, yeah, I do think of you sometimes, John, and I don't phone you. <laughs> he's, he's busy taking pictures of women. Uh, he takes pictures of women. Uh, does he? Yeah. yeah, he does. He does. He's Very on Instagram. Ones. Very good ones. He used to oh. talk about your driving, Rob. Ah, uh, yes, I'm famous for Ooh. almost but not really killing people. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard about that. Behind the wheel. You know, I lost my license. I got my license suspended for oh, four no. months. Oh, no. Oh no! For what? Cast for being strength. a dick. For oh. driving too fast everywhere. Oh, and you know what it was? You gotta get there. I always was a guy who was just re reckless on the road, but I always managed to avoid getting caught. But well. age <laughs> took over. Age took over. Right, so right. I actually was driving the same way I always had, but I lost the ability <laughs> not to get caught. <laughs> and eventually, I got enough speeding tickets that they kicked me off the road. Menace. And you know what? I'm driving. Of course, I immediately start driving again. I haven't got one speeding ticket since. Knock on wood. <laughs> oh God. So Excellent. basically, it worked. You said you know, <laughs> the law came down and taught me a lesson, and I haven't well, forgotten it. Yeah, control. You must have been having listening to some good music. <laughs> That'll get you a speeding ticket. <laughs> Motorhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, all right. It, I'm gonna go pee. All right, uh oh, you guys turn. keep going. We okay. lost another one. No, uh -oh. no, what's my long hair? <laughs> I, I grew my hair because of the pandemic, Rob, because I couldn't get it cut, really. And then I, uh, yeah, that's right. realized that uh, actually having long hair because you can put it back is a really good way not to get it caught in power tools. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so no, I had hair quite down a manly reason. <laughs> In my late teens, I had I I could reach back and grab my. Hair. Oh, is that right? Like huh. yeah, I had total. I was a greaser, mustache, long hair. I wasn't oh, a hippie. Nice. I never was a hippie, but I was uh, a greaser. I was nice. a, you know kind of guy that did nothing, was up to no good, and smoked drugs, and <laughs> you know that. But it was never peace, love, and dove. I never I never liked that idea at all. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's entirely unsurprising. Yeah. So, um, the feather. Rob, are you aware of the the trope of our show, like what we actually do? I yeah, you said you've listened to it. Okay, okay, just wanted to make sure. Um, it was interesting to me that uh, you, you actually wanted to, to go through songs and uh, tear us a new one when we were wrong. Well, like we were talking about before, I never really <laughs> talked to the about the songs to people. Right. And and I got the impression with comments and stuff that people were listening to songs and going, Oh well, you hate that, don't you? No. No. I love that. What are you talking about? You've right. kind I don't think you've quite gotten the gist right. of what I was saying. Um so um yeah, I, I'm I'm used to being hearing people say all sorts of things about the songs that uh, where did you get that from? 
That's not what I wrote down. <laughs> How does that make you feel, though? I mean, <laughs> completely. What can, I, what can I do about it? You know, no, you talk great. to someone and he understands you. If you, and if not, then he doesn't. And uh, or you know. understood something else. Also, I'm 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 guilty of being a bit of an obscurant. I I love to say two no things are true at the same time. Yes, that's what uh, I love the, about your lyrics. The co- yep. contradictions are true at the same time. Yep. Which because you know your brain is not the boss again. Just because you think that you have an idea that's true, well, I can give you three ideas which completely contradict it. But they're also true. Not to saying yours isn't, but it's just never that simple. Yeah. It yeah. is never that simple. Mm-hmm. And people simplify. That's what cognition is all about. It's not looking and seeing more. It's about focusing and seeing less. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, all the stuff you ignore. Yeah, absolutely. You can only focus and understand things by eliminating the noise, which mm-hmm. would be what? An infinitude of miraculous reality. And that's not included in what you think and say. Right. Uh, is that good? No. But it's the best we can do. But some people think it's the best thing that anyone could do, that the whole world is what they think. That in Christian tradition, the logos, the word made flesh. No, <laughs> there's a word and then there's flesh. <laughs> and guess what? As far as reality goes, yes, it's a real world, but I'll take the flesh. Thanks very much. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you say about it. It doesn't matter what you think about it, you know? It's, that's why flesh. that's why ideologies are just death. They're death. If you try to fit reality into your ideas, oh boy, you know, old Joe Stalin. There you. I have this idea. You know, a couple of years later, there's forty million people dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, well, that was a good idea. I'm working oh. on it. We'll we'll do it better next time. <laughs> there ain't gonna be oh, no next time. Yeah. You know, and and all the ideas we have, all the stories we tell ourselves about who we are and what things are, none of them are anything but stories. Yep, they're just stories. Huh. None of them are reality. We're in it, but we don't know it. So you accept it. You take what it offers you, and you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Hmm. You just say thank you. And and then you go, I really don't know anything. And then you're in a position to do maybe something good. But if you think you know everything, well, you're going to be the biggest, to- most toxic, most poisonous creature on the planet, which yeah. people have proved to be so many eh, times okay. in so many over ways. And over again. <laughs> yeah. oh, Always and us. forever. Please. The story yeah. of our era, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's an idea that's... You know that when a species, an individual creature is born with a mutation that makes it very different from all the others, what happens? It dies. It's, it's one in a million that this difference it has is going to help it. Mostly it's going to kill it. And there's some species who develop in a certain way, totally, very quickly and radically. And what happens? They go extinct. It doesn't work. Um, how long have we been cognitive creatures? 
two million years. Oh, no. How well, quick is that? Depends you know, six, who you ask. <laughs> primates have been here for 60 million. The life on Earth, I don't even know. But even there yet. And, and look at that. After that cognitive thinking, how long have we been writing and civilized? What, right. 6,000 years? A blink. Yeah. Yep. Look out, folks. Yeah. Nine out of ten, it, it's over. It doesn't work. It, it's maladaptive. And I'm afraid, rather than being the source of all our power and glory, uh, it's maybe our extinction event. Demise, right? Mm -hmm. The mind. Yeah. The all holy ideas, the great plans and the great structures. Maybe it's not so great. The mind is a terrible thing to taste. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the mind the mind is wonderful it's beautiful it's the idea that the it's idea the arrogant idea that the mind rules right that the mind rules reality and not only that it is reality mm -hmm. that's toxic and every yeah. every culture has it because that's the nature of human beings but western culture has made religion of it that's why, why no, no other culture had communism and fascism. No other culture had a religion where they killed the God somewhere along the way. What does that lead to? That leads to the only thing that rules is the mind. Uh, our ideas. That's what we have. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm -mm, that ain't going to work. Yeah. And it's and that this, going this to do nobody any good. This fetishization, as you talk about, of ideas over maybe the only thing that's really unique about the mind, yeah. which we can really see now in AI, which mimics that real fucking well, is awareness, right? Like, that's that's the only thing that's maybe unique that we have is, oh, this ability to have attention of some sort or another. But well, I think it's that. more that I think uh, what I, AI teaches us is that the mind is a machine. Yeah. And yeah. what do people say when they say uh, you know, the conspiracy theorists? About the forces of humanity. It's a big machine and we're just cogs in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's in your head. Yeah. And that's what... So you're not a machine. AI can write a poem if you say, write a poem about this. Does AI turn itself on and say, here, look, I wrote a poem. All right. That's right. It never does that because nope. it's not nope. alive. And mm. being able to think... It's got nothing to do with being alive. An earthworm is alive. It doesn't have any thoughts. It doesn't see anything. It doesn't hear anything. But it's alive. And it's purposely yep. moving in its world just the same as you are. Right. I mean, yes, it's a wonderful tool. It's a great tool. It's a beautiful tool. All the stories and the math. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's great. It's not what we are. It's not who we are or, or what anything else is. And we don't know. And we never will. The mind does not work on that level. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I find myself, you know, like arguments. People say, you know, do you believe in God? Oh, God. Well, I'd have this discussion if I was still in high school, but seeing as <laughs> I'm a grown, mature person, can we please talk about something a little right, less right. puerile? Um, right, right. <laughs> But I would also say, um, I don't get to the, to God. It's nouns I don't believe in. 
Hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's no, well, well announced. I, I it's the word associated with the yeah. If if being. he's talking about, do you believe in God? Well, mm. I I don't believe in the word. Right. I don't believe in nouns. I don't believe in two plus two equals one. Right. Yes, they're useful, <laughs> and we can use them. There's no reason to believe in them because they're just no. mechanical things. It's all constructed, right? Yeah. It's constructed and divorced. Think of it as this. I had the experience of picking up my son after he was born and holding him. There was no idea. Yes, I knew I was in a room and he was a child and I was a man and all this stuff. But that experience, there was no idea in it. It was just being alive. Mm, mm -hmm. And that's authentic yeah. being. The life of the mind is a construct. That's it's, right. a, it's a skyscraper. It's a road. It's a, it's, a, it's a language. It's an equation. It's not alive. And it doesn't make you alive. That moment, that's where you're alive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's, uh, I, that's why I'm pessimistic because I just don't see anyone, any, any concerted effort on the part of people in general to give up their self worship, their self sickness. And it's pretty just, baked in. And just realize that uh, you're just a small part of a very big thing that you can't even see and understand. Yeah. And so stop Humility. talking. Do something. <laughs> Do something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Take the garbage out. Do the dishes. Drive your kids to school. Uh, look at the stars and wonder. But, you know, all these grandiose plans and, and, and ideas. Ah, fuck. I'm tired. I'm tired of them. I, I think a lot. I'm a, I've always been a thinker. Uh, but it tires me out. And I don't like it. I don't much like it. I don't much find anything in it that it's worth anything. Maybe I take it all for granted. Perhaps I do. But. Well, you, you know what matters now, you know? Yeah, well, maybe. No, I don't. I don't know oh. anything. I don't know nothing. I know what okay. doesn't matter. Everything uh -huh. I know, all, all the things that make me in any way uh, grounded in the world, I don't know at all. I know faith, I know love, I know humility, but do I know what, I have those things because I don't know anything else. Yeah. And neither does anybody. No. Cleverness is not wisdom, you know? Uh, <laughs> no, wisdom seems yeah. to be the growing sense of the certainty of knowing less and less and less, right? I, I, I find that as I get older, I, 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 I'm grateful for how uh, strong I feel that I don't know anything, right? Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's the the sloughing off of my certainties that seem to lead towards any yeah. sort of... Yeah, and that's what you know. The more you learn, wisdom. the less you know. Yeah, yeah. My, my <laughs> idea is, as I've grown older, is that especially young men, young men should not be allowed to talk until they're 40. <laughs> <laughs> they, should, they should shut up, listen and learn. And when you get to 40, you can say something. But I'll tell you, if it's something stupid, 
you won't get another chance. <laughs> Unless you, you have a record uh, deal on AT. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How's that for an angry old white man? Ah. Ah. Oh man! I don't, I don't think you're an angry old white man. I think you're a, a, a wonderful soul with humility, and it's always shown, always. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, that's a boy. I, that's I, that's man. you know, Christianity got it right. The worst sin is pride, and the greatest yep. virtue is humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But trouble is, Christians never practice that first. They second. don't practice it. I got lost like a couple years after that whole Come thing. Come on, came guys. Kind of yeah. It's like, yeah. you know. Even, even your music wasn't like that. You could have been like, yeah, we're laying it down and blowing your mind, but your music wasn't like, look at us showing off. You're just, bam. Well, I hope not. Yeah. Here's Except for what, no. Yeah. Widget was no, showing it off. It was very, the music was humility. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't showing off. He was playing in. in, 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 in the, the I was fucking, showing off. I tell you, what was the pants? You, you know, fucking... you know who hated me most in my musical career? Local sound men at clubs, <laughs> because <laughs> I would get up there and I turn this fucking thing up so loud. Yeah, and they'd say, "You can't do that. I can't hear Bullshit. the vocals. I can't hear the drums." I said. Okay, fine, fine. No, no, no. You idiot! I'll turn it down, and I would turn it down. And then I, after when I get up on stage, I just turn it, <laughs> turn it right back on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they hate And you're my wearing guts. sweatpants, and uh, you're wearing a fucking sweatpants. And and people would say, you know, you're one of the best players, bass players I've ever seen. I'd said, yep. I'm all, the only bass player you've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Fucking the reason <laughs> I stand out is because you could hear me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember seeing what's that band? They they dress up like insects. They're from Southern California, San Diego. Insects, and they oh, dress what? up like costume like insects. And they're a hardcore what? band, but they have a guy on a huge synth synthesizer, and he's in the Is center. It guar? Of the... Doesn't it sound like no, guar. no, 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 no. It's oh, what are the names? Wow. But anyway, they uh, I I was watching them because they're very Max Sabbath. <laughs> They're, I have just written down good. Southern Google. California Insect Band to Google later. <laughs> you might find them. You might find them. Uh, oh, I saw them, and I was standing right up front for a while, and I watched the bass player, and he was just going all over. He was great. Then I went back up to my friend in the balcony, and it, I didn't hear a note. Yeah. Not a note. Oh. Yeah. But uh, I never had that happen to me because. Fuck it. Yeah. Up to it 11. Up. Turn, Turn it up. up. Thank Turn God. up the Thank 2K. God you did. Let it yeah. hear. Let it bite. Yeah. Thank God you did. I sat with, I sat with, uh, what's this? Oh, who was your Blair. sound guy? I had Blair. Blair. I sat with Blair once <laughs> up in the, in the thing. And, and, and I York. forgot what song it was. Blair hates me as well. <laughs> no, for a lot of reasons, no. not just that, but that's one of the reasons no. he hates. Me. But I, I, I remember <laughs> it, it was humans or something, or you were coming in with something, and I put my hand on the knob, and he he let me turn you up. Wow! <laughs> I, t- I turned you up. I was like, here he, he's gonna go right out on you. You know, I wasn't sure. I I wasn't sure about you, but now I think you may be the greatest person who ever. <laughs> That's right. Suddenly, I see you in a whole new light. You just yeah. oh my god! You're, you're the first. 
You're the you were first okay United. before. Don't get me wrong, no. but now you're one. No. Now I'm here. Oh. I'm, I hear you, man. You're you the first thing this. I heard at a party, and I shit myself. I ran around the house. <laughs> Who the fuck is this I band? And it was it was Big Dick. <clears throat> I hope that was, was a like, metaphor. Um, oh my god! I, the first song I heard was Big Dick, barely. Rob, and I was like, "What? Oh the yeah, fuck! I haven't thought about that. Oh, that, that, that was a god. fun song. Some oh, of the songs that we man. played as a two piece." Um, were great, and we oh, they yeah. were kind of lost when we got a guitar player, and sometimes we would still play them as a two piece. Uh, yeah. Actually, when we played with Ken Kempster, another mm. great yep. musician, incredible, yeah, yep. Then we could play two piece, mm-hmm. but two drums and a bass—that's three piece. But we could do that, but still, yeah, yep. and uh, and sometimes. T- uh, like a song like No Sex, that was originally two-piece, but then it got adapted to guitar, and it was great. It's fine. But a song like Red Devil. Oh, oh. Jordan. <laughs> Red Devil. Have that you seen song, the video, man. Rob, that somebody Jesus. took and put to your music? Have you seen this video? Oh, it's so no. good. It's like an old, like, it's a silent film. Old-timey oh, anime. Like, uh, it's, oh, it's fucking Send great. him the link, Jordan. It's, I will. It's, it's so this good. goddamn devil who's put in jail and he make oh my god <laughs> no rob it's amazing yeah, it's, it's very good beautiful but it's i would perfect. you know that was a joy i would be playing that and i'm playing for six minutes so yeah. and and singing and and that left me free to 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 be surrounded by these two drummers just going oh, fucking a wall yeah yeah so much fun no it was fun so i think i saw fun. I saw a couple of those shows, like there would be, you guys would play um, uh, Long Days and uh, and uh, Who Fucked Who was another <laughs> one that you guys would play. That was so fucking great to see you guys come out and, and do those two-piece, those two-piece oh, numbers. Okay. It was a real fucking joy. And, uh, you one know, of the most I, dangerous things I ever did. In London, uh, one of the last tours, um, Tom got a, an asthma attack. During the course of the show, and eventually he had to leave. He couldn't stand up. He was not Mm -hmm. getting enough oxygen. So he had to go away, and the show was kind of over, but it was an encore. What do we do? So we came out, and I started playing Long Days, Uh, and John came in. I I haven't played this for years and years, (laughs) right? I don't know if I can remember the parts or the lyrics, but we just did it. Oh hell yeah! And back on the bike. I never did that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, I uh, and I'm terrible. If I don't play a song that I wrote for two weeks, I can't remember how to play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, true. Whoa! Every the time we started on tour man. and got a compendium of songs, we're going to make a set. I would have to sit down with the records and relearn all the songs because oh, I, I couldn't fucking remember them. Yeah, I don't know what the Andy on the other hand could remember. No you toured every so much. song you ever heard. <laughs> it's true it's true uh, um, and that's so good too You, if you do like 30 dates the last five are possibly going to be the best ones yeah because everything is now clockwork right everything is now synced and right. you know exactly where you are all the time and then you can do a lot more. Right. Yep. You can right. then start to do a lot more. Right. And uh, yeah, uh, bands that don't play a lot live don't really ever get that good because hmm. you got to do it a lot. 
you got to play all the time and and the same thing over and over not different things all the time right but when you do that this the thing you're doing the same over and over suddenly it it's not the same mm-hmm. it gets better mm-hmm. Or it gets mm-hmm. more adventurous or it gets right. more spontaneous. Yeah, you got to well, keep you know, yourself interested. Just like playing that, that same riff, riff for six <laughs> minutes, I guess. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was, you know, as, as a serious musician, I'm afraid I wasn't much. Uh, I never practiced my whole life. I say, I never practiced <laughs> at all. I wrote yeah. songs, <laughs> I recorded them, I rehearsed them, and I played them. I never picked up the bass just to go, what's the ionic pentatonic scale? No, <laughs> not once in my life did I do that. Um, so I, was I a studious, uh, disciplined practitioner of the art of playing the bass or anything else? No, never. Yeah, it was basically. Like, I'll do it when listened. I have to. <laughs> you listen to music, though. You, you well, listen you listen to it. You listen to music, and that meant that, like, I'm the serious. shit that was the, my impression of that, as as I hear it from your music, and one of the things I love about it so much, it feels like that shit came out of you, like the lyrics, yeah. in a way that yep. wasn't interrupted by theory, that it wasn't interrupted by. Oh yeah, I, scales, I'm a right? total. I'm not. I'm not against written music, but I'm thinking that. God damn it! You know the you know the tribes in the Amazon who, who banged on yeah. drums and they they didn't they write felt it down. No, and, they just and encryption. Did it. What were we talking about before? Uh, math and music. Well, there's something wrong with that equation. Notation, with its rules and regulations and its dictum, written out cold on a page, that becomes music. It's miraculous. It's miraculous to me that they, and then a bunch of people sitting in tuxedos like robots watching it, people who are privileged. I mean, classical music was always yeah. the music of the privileged class. It still is. And, and, and you know, a lot of great, great European folk music is lost because right. no one paid any attention to it. Mm-hmm. But still, music transcends even the worst of conditions like an orchestra with sheets of paper and listen to Beethoven's Ninth. That's soaring, unbelievably yeah. good music because, because it was written down for an orchestra. No, in spite of that, yeah. <laughs> it transcended right. that. And that's how powerful it is. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it thrills you to hear it, even though no one's playing it. It's on a recording. Recorded right. music can thrill you, can take you to the place where music touches you it's amazing the yeah. power of it it's yeah. you know again it's one of those things how why i have no idea yeah i don't yeah. know i mean it comes from a place i you know you don't know but yeah. you you guys cracked that mystery open for me you're the only they're really kind of one of the only bands that did both in sitting alone in my room with the headphones on with all the lights out and listening to a full album back to back and then standing in a pit, listening to you play the river live and being in the river in the pit, right? <laughs> Those two experiences of this music touches me in different but profound ways on my own when I can sit and contend with it and with others in, yeah. in, in, in communion with others yeah. and you as you're playing, right? It, it has its place in both places, but the power in both those places is just as real. It's just it as is. authentic. And, and that's, that's magical. There's something yeah. mysterious about that. Mm-hmm. How yeah. can a simulcrum, a semblance of music projected 
uh, through speakers and a, an amp flare. How can that have the power that someone playing in front of you has? It's a mystery. But it does. It does. It did. Maybe not as much. I, I but don't it know. does. I don't know. And that's yep. you know, something going on there. You know, it's kind of in a. Because you're naked. Mm. You're fucking nude. Yeah, Rob, if you're going to yeah. listen to yep. one of our podcasts, you should, we'll send you the number of the one that where Jordan is talking about the river. Because, um, yeah, that's uh, that's some passion right there. <laughs> some I, rough, I think, I, think rough I unfortunately spent about, ha- spent about well, half an hour. Well, that's what I would tell people. You, know, yeah. you love music? Play music. Mm-hmm. Play it. Yeah. You know, guess what? It's a gang of fun. Don't just buy yeah. it. Don't just listen to it. Don't just go to shows. If punk rock had something really positive to say, that was it. Sure Get up on too. stage. Play it. Yep. Yep. It doesn't matter what you know or do not know about music. You'll figure it out when you get up there, believe me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you won't, and you'll go back to the bar and get a drink and let someone else <laughs> do it. But everyone should play music. If you sing, if you have, you're not tone deaf, if you have a sense of rhythm, play music, please. Mm. It's a good thing. Yeah, you, you'll you'll love it. You'll love it. It's yeah. great. It's the best drug in the world, I think. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and but that's another argument to me with the written music, and uh, it 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 keeps people from playing because mm. they they right. go, I can't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And learning it is learning a lesson. It's not playing music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It inhibits people playing. You know, they give up. I can't do this. I can't do it as good as that guy. Sure. It's his shit. <laughs> How good he's doing it. You know? Um, yeah, that, I'm not a big fan of the, the idea that music should be written down and, and all these things. The scientific method of musical notation. No, it just keeps people away from music. Yeah. And you guys never did that, right? Like, I mean, I know John, when he would compose, Andy would tell us that sometimes he'd like, you know, compose something on the keyboard and then try to make you guys learn it. Oh, uh, man. Like obsessed or something like that. You know, he'd Ooh. come up with this. It must be a rough one. But it was never it was never written down. I you hate guys, right? keyboard players because... You don't do anything on the keyboard like you do it on a, on yeah, a right. guitar. No. Yeah, I did this. You do it. Yeah. You what? what? Yeah. I can't. What the <laughs> hell? If I ever got good at the bass, most of it was probably trying desperately to play what John <laughs> would write on a bloody keyboard weighing 10 fingers. And yeah, yeah. I can't do this on four strings oh, with you one hand. You did. You I did, can't though. do it. For the audio listener, Rob is miming, giving himself a hand cramp. um yeah uh yeah it's yeah that was really funny you should hear some of those demos it's the cheesiest uh, the cheesiest electronic music you've ever heard (laughs) and john would say john hates electronic music i hate electronic music john all the music you wrote is electronic music He, he would write on a Roland keyboard and record it with the Roland. Can you Matt, You know the sounds on a Roland. Keyboard? Yeah, right. Oh, I want to hear a circa nineteen eighty. Not now. Cheese whiz. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. It's, Jeez a, it's whiz. you know, it's like, is that Devo? What, what the <laughs> hell is that? Yes, uh, it is some of it. And then you play it. and It's like wow. Oh, he heard man. it though. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. He, he wasn't heard, hearing the electronic. Version. He wasn't he hearing what it was going to come music. out. He was yeah. hearing how that's going to sound with a band. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it did too. It was always it's like I, John. I don't want. I don't want to learn this song. I don't like this song. It's dumb. It's too complicated. <laughs> it, it's pop music. I don't want it. It's dumb. And then I do it and go, "Wow, oh, <laughs> this rocks!" Oh. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah. Uh, like Sex Mad and uh, Dark Ages. You know when we when I did the guys remixing. Um. Oh right, right. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the? Oh, I'm yeah, so bad. I'm too. getting old. The name of the guy who uh, was the dubstep guy. Original, uh, Shackleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Thank you. Do you know Shackleton? I we yeah. Shackleton, that, you should listen to. Thing. Yeah. You should hear his original recordings that he did. Home, home, homemade records. Unbelievably mm. good. Unbelievably good. Um, he picked Dark Ages, mm -hmm. which was John's music. And uh, if he'd heard the demo of that song, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's just. May we hear that? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if John still has that. I doubt it. I don't, I, it's like I don't have the lyrics that never made it to the record. I don't, they're gone. I don't know. Some songs I remember. There was a song called "Babble to the Rabble." Yeah, I've heard and you mention that you, before. We talk about that. Yeah, Wasn't never that got thing? recorded, right? We played it, right. uh, but we never recorded it, and I never played it again. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember anything it's about gone. it except for the title. We found a couple of cheesy. We, we found a couple of rarities that never made it onto albums that somehow ended up on YouTube and threw them in the mix. There was like, uh, what was it? What was the one? Uh, I mean, there's the one that the eponymous No Means No. There's a song you guys did actually called No Means No from way back in the day. Right, right. Which only one. appeared on a, an animal rights compilation. Right. Yeah, that's right. No more oh, vivisection. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some great ones out there. Why it was there, I don't know. Well, who knows? Hey, a very nice, a very nice gal said, "Can I have this?" And we said, "Sure, why not?" Sure, here you go. Yeah. Here's a here's a stupid uh, trivia question I've always wondered that a lot of people argue about, and I got to ask it since you're here. So, uh, it's not that interesting, but I've always wondered. Oh. So, <laughs> in the recording of "Slowly Melting," that brain melting guitar solo towards the end. Some people say that's guitar, which means it would be you. Some people say that's John on keyboard with the guitar sound in the like musical breakdown. Were you playing that guitar on slowly melting? Uh, I'll confess to you. I don't remember. You don't remember. God I don't even it. remember. It'll be a mystery part. forever. <laughs> it's, it's a brain melting guitar solo. It's it's really fucking good, but it could, I've it's also probably heard that not it's not a guitar solo. Yeah. I've it's heard that it was keyboard. probably keyboard. Yeah. Should yeah. ask John. Guitar. Well, we yeah. will. We'll hopefully. Do My that only great moment as a guitar player when I had to play guitar on uh, why did they call me Mr. Happy because we had no more guitar player uh, was the solo on. Uh, <clears throat> um, oh, what's the song? God, I can't remember the name of the song. I really am getting senile. What's your? You guys enjoying you every moment of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I say, the less I think, the better. Um, um, should I go get my disc? Ma what, Madness what? and Death. Madness uh, and Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give the man a prize. Someone. Quick. Hey, hey, ding, ding, ding. This yeah, I did prize. a solo in there. And what I did is Scott Henderson had this horrible, horrible pedal. It, just, <laughs> it was called a rat or something. And it, all you had to do, 
was <laughs> plug it in and bang on the guitar to just yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I did that and it was it was great. Sounds my favorite great. thing that I ever played in guitar on recordings. I did some other things like Charlie Reunion <clears throat> or Revenge, played guitar, but that one well, and it wasn't really me, it was just this gnarly, horrible Yeah. Scott thing. Henderson's and horrible, that, horrible And of course you made it sound great. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, you're you're of course underselling yourself because the guitar playing on that whole album is just fucking great. But that album is really interesting to me because it is it was that demarcation right between going from the three piece back to a two piece before you guys became a three piece yeah. again. The trouble with the guitar feels... playing though is is that it wasn't seasoned by playing. Right. If if you, right. you hear any live yeah, recording of the wrong. river and the guitar is much better. Not because it's really different. It's just because it got played live. The right. trouble with that was that I, I wasn't a guitar player. I never played guitar live. I didn't play. I was a bass player. Uh, right. But I could play guitar and, and in a basic way. But I certainly, you know, nothing on that record was seasoned by playing. And like I say, after 30 shows... The river was something <laughs> a lot better than it was in that recording. I'll tell you. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. There's something about the recording of. I mean, again, I I opined about this for nearly an hour when we did the podcast. But the there's something uh, there's just something really special about that recording, man. So I can understand what you're saying about the guitar playing, but there's other power in the way it was laid down on that particular how you guys captured it. That's it's pretty yeah, but you got to remember. The, yeah, see, that's the thing I, that I realized, but it's hard to realize because I have the perspective of knowing exactly. what I wanted it to sound like. Yeah, mm. yeah. And you just have the perspective of what you heard. Exactly. All right. And I can I never have that, that perspective yeah. of my own music. No, of course not. I always know what I wanted oh, it to wow. sound like, and yeah, and and so I can never just hear it like you guys do. Yep. So. Yeah. We here's a here's a sidebar. A lot. There's yeah. a there's a. Anyone know about the poet Rumi? Yeah, of course. A, yeah. Those two probably We've brought do. him up in context of the podcast before. Actually, yep. Absolutely great. Well, he had his friend. Uh, he, had, he always mentions his friend in his poetry. So I thought it was like God or himself. Some, but I realized it's an actual guy. I read about him. This he. I can't remember the name, but he was an actual guy, and he would. He said to Rumi, he said, "You know, there are three texts. One is." The one the author writes, which only he knows. The second is the one the audience reads, which both the audience, the readers, and, and the author, the they author both know. know it. And then there's a third text, which neither the audience nor the author know. <laughs> and then he yeah. would say, I am that third text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Interesting man. I'd love to have met and talked to that man yeah. because I think he... Uh, he had, he had a certain insight that would be valuable to hear. Agreed. But yeah, Agreed. it did. You know, my experience of our music is nothing like yours. Yeah. Nothing at all. Really. Of course not. <laughs> right. Wow. And it's too bad. I'd love, I'd love to hear it like you guys hear it. <laughs> Speaking oh of Mr. Happy, you know, as a you know, young Victoria, I mean, I was probably just graduating high school when, um, you know, Andy left the band and I'm like, oh, what's going to happen now? And then Mr. Happy came out and I'm like, oh, this 
this is good. Okay. And then Tom joined the band. And that wasn't entirely a surprise because of the Hanson brothers and everything like that. Um, yeah. It's been a really interesting experience going through the podcast and being very, very familiar with your music and actually sort of going back and listening to stuff that I haven't paid a lot of attention to since I was a much younger man. And then, you know, yeah, yeah. Go, going back and sort of re-listening to stuff that I may not have paid as much attention to. And um, right. I, I, I personally think it's unfortunate that Tom doesn't get as much you know, oomph, um, credit. or as much attention or credit. Um, and, and he's, he's so fantastic. And, and I found and he it is. interesting. He's, he's wonderful. And you know yeah. what? I myself never mm. gave him enough credit. Mm. And if, mm. Tom, if you're listening, you know what? Later on, when I watched videos on YouTube of him performing, I would go, holy crap, that's so great. But yeah. you see, when I'm on stage with him, I never heard a note he played. Oh, wow. I never yeah. heard a who's note. He, who's he talking about? Tom. I just Tom. missed it. Tom. Oh, oh. He, it was too I, loud. I couldn't hear anything. In the end, with my monitors, I'd have maybe a snare drum and my own vocal. That's it. Because it cacophony to begin with. Right. So I didn't know what he was doing half the time. When I would stop, like in the world was, wasn't built in a day, and I wasn't singing and playing something very simple, I could listen to what he was doing going, right. whoa. Yeah, or yeah, self-pity. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I would listen especially because I loved the, the stuff with the effects. That old analog effects box he had. Was, yeah, yeah. Mandy had it as well. It was, it was amazing what you could do with it. Mm -hmm. Totally cheesy. Complete and absolute so homage. <laughs> but you know, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing, effects you could get off of it. But when I watch him now, just playing the songs... Uh, while I'm up playing and singing, I didn't hear him. I don't. I didn't know what he was doing. Hmm. Um, I, I I feel unfortunate. And I look at it and go, "Whoa!" Oh, sorry. Oh no. Sorry. Uh, oh no. Sorry. I'm just saying. No, he would. I. I'm good. Hey, Tom, you were great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In some ways, I worried that he kind of got great, his you know creative juices out in his other projects, his solo stuff, and in the showbiz giants. And everything he like did. That. But then in he, the later stuff, and, uh, and especially, I mean, you start to hear him, and I it, it makes me lament what might have been. Right, yeah. like in the two yeah. EPs. Yeah, yeah. And that that's the kind of thing that to me as well. It's it's we subsumed Tom's solo vision which was amazingly unique yeah. and unbelievably funny and uh, <laughs> yeah you know uh, uh, my story about tom is that uh, he claims to have once put in a, a an ad a personals ad in the help wanted in the paper it says uh, uh religious hermit wanted must be willing <laughs> must be willing to travail <laughs> <laughs> Personal Zen and a help wanted. Yeah, this is Herbert. He must be willing to travail. <laughs> the mind that, that makes that horrible pun work in such a sublime way uh, is. It, it, he also, we we're driving down the highway in somewhere in West Texas, or Arizona. he's the opposite driver of you, by the way. I've been in the car oh, with him. He's, he's like more 10 scary and than I am. He's more scary. Oh, is he? Okay. He's the kind of guy that swerves to avoid a shadow. Ah! What? What was that? 
I thought it was a shadow on the road. I thought it was something. Oh, no. Dom, Dom, don't kill, <laughs> kill us. <laughs> um, uh, but he, we were traveling in, in this semi. We passed the semi, and he's carrying a whole house, like one of these prefab houses. Yeah, yeah. And Tom looks yeah. up and goes, uh, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong, man. <laughs> oh, very good. He's not wrong. Very oh, God. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Tom was special. Tom was special. Yeah. Um, um. Uh, and his music was really good, but he, he just couldn't. He, I saw so many people like that who did uh, Mark Critchley with Itch. Mm. There's a unique thing there that oh is just wonderful. But it I never. Saw with, with Tom live one time, it was just the two of them. It was fantastic. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I bet it was. Victim's Family as a band in general. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, man. And Ralph on the guitar. Uh, yeah. Unbelievably good. Yeah. They just couldn't find the, the ears that needed to hear that. They couldn't get it. They had pretty good success, but they never it never panned out professionally for them. Right. Well that that's why it's some like this is something I felt, Rob, like knowing your music and even that of Victim's family, you feel like you knew a big secret. Yeah. And so when you yeah. meet people that were fans <laughs> yeah. too, you're like, holy shit, you know this too? But his yeah. secret was, was so good that it, uh, when he got home from a tour, he had next day he had to go out and drive a cab. Right. right. Yeah. No, uh, I don't. That's, that's too secret. Too secret. Uh, that's well, too secret. I know, but it's, 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 uh, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm not, so I'm a great believer in if you do something good, you should be rewarded. And yeah. uh, as crass as money may be, it's uh, still if someone is going to put down ten bucks to see you, that's a pretty good validation you're doing something worthwhile. Now yeah. maybe there's all sorts of other things that make it worthwhile as well. But I don't discount that at all. I'm sure. proud of making a living being a musician. That was very so. gratifying because mm -hmm. it's like, hey, I have a certain amount of money and I'm gonna spend twelve or twenty bucks on you to yep. hear you play music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to hear you say that. Yeah. Why? And that's, I think, why a lot of people think, um, you know, really appreciate No Means No is because you, you appreciate us. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. Well, like, it, like music is nothing. No one originally playing music was an audience. People originally played music. Everyone danced, everyone sang, and everyone played. Mm -hmm. You know, you dance for mm -hmm. an hour, then you, yeah. the guy playing drums would get tired or he was too drunk, and <laughs> and you'd go down and play, and he'd come up and dance, and it would go on for three days, and people were taking drugs and drinking and having sex the whole time, but all in the context of everyone dancing, everyone singing, singing, and everyone playing. Yeah. That's music. It's not sitting in a concert So my hall. brain and body need bam, 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 bam. sex yeah. and drugs yeah. and rock and roll. That's why, <laughs> that's why the blues took over and rock took over. Because suddenly it was what it should be. It was dynastic. Yeah. It was, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it was uh, us it's an that. orgy of yeah. animal spirits. <laughs> Guess what? Right. We're animals. We're, we're apes. We yeah. need to be animals. Mm -hmm. yeah. We need to express that. 
We need to have sex and get drunk and fight <laughs> and dance and sing. If you don't, if you think you don't, we don't. Well, good luck to you. You're going yeah. to have the most boring and the most ugly little life you could possibly have. Hmm. You know, it's come on. largely spent preventing, trying to prevent having. other people from doing that. <laughs> oh God, yeah, the, the, yeah, I love those people. Yeah, those are my favorite people for sure. Yeah. Don't you, Daniel? Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Don't read this. The Statue of David. Are you you reading about this? Oh, a man's penis. Oh God. Oh God. That's pretty wild. <laughs> We're Can you believe fucked it? up times, but oh shit, yeah. But so, then again, there's people who spend their whole lives getting drunk, and they're not they're not doing themselves any favors either, right? You know, there's what do they call the golden mean? Something yeah. I didn't learn till yesterday. Um, in the middle, be in the middle, leave nothing out, but don't make mm. anything. All of it. Be in the middle. Right. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, that's maybe you do miss some something on the extremes, but you'll have a life anyway. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, some people don't need that. Some people want to have the extreme. Fine. Go ahead. But it's destructive. Look at Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix played guitar like nobody else. Ever. Yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. Did he have a home? Did he have a family? Did nope. he keep any of his money? All he had was that guitar, and he played it all the time. Mm-hmm. He would play a show, and then he would go to a club afterwards and play all night jamming with people. Yep. Okay, and he killed him eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But listen to that playing. Yeah. Exactly. Listen to that playing. You know? That was his home. I wouldn't have wanted to have his life, but to be able to play like that. I, but I couldn't have Yeah, it's a it's like there's there's, you know, almost as if the human organism as a whole need those needs those outliers to kind of push the push the boundaries yeah. on either side a little bit, right? It's yeah. not necessarily But you gotta how, remember for them it's always a tragedy. It's always a tragedy. That's the thing. They yeah. burn hot John and bright Coltrane and fast. Is another one. He played exactly. sax six to eight hours every day. And then would yeah. go to a club and play a show. Yeah. And the it's... only relaxation he had was take some heroin. Yeah. And, mm. and eventually he, he killed him. It's not something to be emulated. It's something that those people can't, they can't help it, right? They, they, they could not be other than that. But it's no. not that something should, people shouldn't try to be that, right? Yeah. That's not... Yeah, it's it's also just Charlie Parker for those folks. Charlie yeah. Parker is the same thing, and then even people who it's just their lifestyle. Sid Vicious and Nancy, yeah, yeah, they went to the extreme, and it yeah. killed them. What was that base? I don't judge them. I don't the judge them at all. Yeah. There, there's so nothing I can say true. other than, well, you wanted to do it and you did it, and most people never oh, do. Oh, Jaco Pistorius. I was thinking of Jaco Pistorius. Another, another one, one, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. You think, so why do musicians man, Rob, how, how spend most hours time a day being... do you play bass? What? Sorry. As a younger <laughs> man, did, how, how many hours a day did you play bass? Uh, you know what? When I got home from a tour, I wouldn't pick up the bass until I had to rehearse for the next one. <laughs> I bet you didn't. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, telling you, I'm not a professional musician. Never have been. Hmm. I'm a dilettante. What I'm a professional at is being alone and thinking. Hmm. That's what I mm -hmm. always do. I do it even while I'm doing other things and then screw those things up because I'm not paying attention because I'm thinking. Um, and it comes out in your bass playing, though, and, yeah, I think. Songwriting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, all these things that are active and outgoing for me are, are mostly imposed um, uh, but, uh, uh, on my own. I'm just in a room thinking that's it hmm. it's been that way since i was a child hmm. it's never going to be any different i mean there's some things you can change about yourself but others it's, it's what you are who you are and you know what if i could be a a dozen more things than i am i really don't have the time to work on that i'm sorry right. i'm not into self-improvement i'm into doing things and the self that does them as long as it's uh, good enough to get those things done, fine. Otherwise, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't care. You know, if I'm callous, it, it starts with myself. You know, I used to be angry with people, but I was always angry with myself. I used to tell people to do this, do that, and do it, and don't do anything else, or you're a fucker. That's the <laughs> voice that I would speak to myself. Hmm. You do this. You do it right. You fucker. Hmm. So, <laughs> did you? Like I'm a little that kinder to myself these days. Yeah, I was I'm a little say, kinder that... to myself. Now I'm a, I'm a little kinder to everybody else as well. Hmm. Yeah, not completely. That's, that's a hard <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> uh, no, I'm still. Uh, my son, Sam is the gentlest, nicest person in the world. Oh. And I have no idea where he gets that. Certainly not from me. <laughs> you know, he's, a, he's, he's angelic. And uh, he, he's my hero. He's, uh, I look at him Aww. and go, there, there's a nice guy. That's, That's amazing. amazing to I never could be that nice. I could never be like that. There's, there's something about having kids that really sinks home, for, did for me, this notion that oh, it's mostly nature. There's some nurture in there, maybe, but oh these, yeah, these it's mostly are nature. Who they totally. fucking are? They're totally. just they are who they are. That, I learned not... that completely. I was one of those guys that well, it's all you know the social construct theory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, no. People are yeah. who they are, they are uh, yeah. and it's in their bones. It's in yeah. their genes. It's yeah, not it's yeah. an important. It's an important lesson to learn. It's I not think. who they yeah. bump into when they're alive and the yeah. things they go through and learn. None of that is seminal or foundational. Yeah, it's not the root, you know. Um, and then, and again, like you say, at this age in my situation now, I look back and I go, "What's the best thing you ever did? What's the most important thing? Two children." Hmm. Yep, that's the best. I'm not thing. surprised you said that. That's yep. doesn't matter. The rest doesn't really mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's fine. I had a lovely time. Thank you. But in terms of something worthwhile, something important, those two kids are it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. You don't get that unless you grow up and have a few, yeah. uh, which is why to people who say, ah, too many people on this earth and I'm never going <laughs> to get married. I'm never going to have children. That, that's, that's, that's taking advantage of your privilege. It's like, okay, be a... <laughs> 
be a teenager the, your whole life. Go ahead. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> nothing, nothing is nicer than an overgrown child. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> yep. No, 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 no. Come on, please. You don't have to do anything, but there's things you should do. And if mm-hmm. you don't do them, you don't ever get to a certain point. Right. And I'm, right. I, kids are one of them, that's for sure. I was so lucky because I was 55 when I had. And based on what before, I really shouldn't have ever got to that place. Hmm. I never should have got to that place. I never should have got that human. Hmm. But I did. What a joy. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonderful. that's great. Better that's late great. than never, I guess, Yeah, Rob. absolutely. Yes, I'm really happy to hear that. Of course, wow. being so old, I get kidney cancer and I have to have it ripped out. That was something I could have done without. That's not an oh, shit. I needed. Oh. Rob, yeah. sorry. Did that happen to I you? Went on a, yes, I went on a, a radical weight uh, a program, which I cut out unnecessary organs and lost a few pounds that way. Yeah. Oh, I, boy. Um, so, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been physically right for a mm. couple of years, but mm. I'm still alive. And in every other way, I'm doing great. I'm doing Good. Great. Do, doing the math, your eldest is 14 then? 13. 13. Okay, about to turn 14 this year. And That's... the other, uh, but the other girl, the girl, Miri, yeah. um, we went to China to get her. Mm. And it was totally selfish on my part because I knew if I did that, the karma thing, it's all white clear. <laughs> all the crap that I did for 50 years is gone. I'm, yeah. Hey, I did this. Okay, yeah. you're in. Great. You pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's amazing. And she could have been, get this, what she could have been is a young girl with no family in China. Mm -hmm. No, not a good thing under any circumstances. No family. You know, how are you going to get married? How are you going to have children? What kind of work are you going to get? Yeah. She's got loving parents and a complimentary brother. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) And she's the oldest. She's no, she's no. Her she's the first. The, it was a weird story because we uh, we uh, we had trouble with the children because we were both too old, me and Joanne, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we eventually did well some science to get Sam, and we did. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, we kind of despaired, and so we decided, well, let's try to adopt. So we went. Oh, wonderful! And it took four years. Oh, man. And basically, we'd given up. We figured that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. And then we got a phone call. But Sam was about one or in a few months. And it's just like, we got a girl here for you. You want her? Wow. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> and we flew. Wow. We flew with a one-year-old 14 hours to China. Oh, no. Uh- <laughs> Look at the face. And we grabbed this little... Beautiful little child. And it was a straight cash deal. You know, here's the child. Where's my cash? <laughs> Literally. Oh, man. 
Jesus. Oh, it really was like that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, it, boy. It, it was legal, and there was a guy, a government guy there. But basically, yeah. orphanage people are, are basically selling to Jesus. Oh, God. Um, and so we came back, mm. and then we came back 14 hours with the one-year-old, with the, with the one-and-a-half-year-old and the one-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God. How did you do Everything else <laughs> since has been easier. Let me tell you. I guess. Then that plane ride back. Oh, my God. But it's, um, yeah. It's great, though. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, who's that? Hi. What the fuck? Hey. That's Sam. Hi. Hey, How's Sam. Sam, hi. Whoa. I was just good telling him what a layabout you were and how, yep. you know, you got to shape up or ship out. That's yeah. Yeah. Pop's got nothing good to say about you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam wants his headphones back. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, he's probably been, uh, that's it's probably it's been two and a half hours, back. pops. <laughs> oh, Sam, can, awesome we, sauce. We can start wrapping it up, Rob. I know you got family duties at night and stuff like that, but I uh, do actually. Yes, I do. Yeah, but listen, and, uh, I, I we cannot thank you enough for doing this. This has been uh, thank you. What a great I'm, conversation! I'm, I'm, it's so gratifying to me to to have people who, after we've done, or I simply I've done nothing since the band since I quit the band to promote the band, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And to find We're... that there are actually people still interested in the band. is just amazing. Oh, oh you have no idea. Um, and Rob, if you'd one like of the things to come I've... back on as a guest and actually dissect the songs with us, that would be amazing. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Let's keep in touch, but Let's remember phone first. Yes. <laughs> so I can think of a reason why I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Um, may, yeah, sure. Uh, maybe I don't. I yeah, don't. Well, I, leave it open. It's, it's 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 a it's. I love it. I had a great time here, um, but it's really not. You know, I hear it's you. Not, it's not what I do. Yep, really. mm-hmm. we know? hear you. Totally. I think well, we're we're grateful for even this time, man, and and uh, really really appreciate it. And yeah, I mean. There's a there's a ton of people out there who are going to be absolutely fucking thrilled to have to have yeah. heard from you, Pants and uh, yeah, we're going to do our best to keep uh, to keep promoting the hell. I have a music. I have a message from my brother John. Yeah, yeah. I didn't blow it. <laughs> he was so worried I was going to say something really? and that would be it. Yeah, oh yeah. My you know, God, my reputation is is Fuck that I'm John. a crazy old man. <laughs> And everyone thinks I'm a loose cannon and I'm going to, you know, ah. say something so stupid that the whole thing is going to explode. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Thank God. Did not happen. But the thing uh, I know is that I know more than any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smarter than all of them. <laughs> That's why they call you Mr. Happy, guys, uh, they're That's why they call you Mr. Happy. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah, come on. One come last on. question. Yes. All right. So, Jordan, you uh, had mentioned the tower. Oh, that's right. That's oh, a trivia oh, yeah, question. Let, yeah. And, Uh-oh. Rob, being that I'm from Victoria, and yes? there is a tower with antenna wheels and on the top of Summit Hill. You have, uh, Was that the tower? <laughs> that's the tower. Yes! Yes! Oh my. Matthew nailed it. <laughs> Matthew nailed it. Uh, there's a story behind that why that tower was significant, which you'll never hear. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Fair enough. 
Fair uh, other people's lives are involved in that Sex story. and drugs and rock and roll. Uh, that's well, <laughs> some variety of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great. That's yeah. great. Nice. Well, Mr. Wright, we uh, we can't thank you enough. Um, have a great rest of your evening, and thank you for this. And for okay, and from the bottom of my heart, guys, get a life. Come on. <laughs> no, this is yeah, this is Come on. This is a uh, get, no. get over it. Get beyond it. There's more it's important no. things in life. Yeah. Really? Sorry. No, there's not. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. yeah. Right in her meat. Oh my god. It's written on the That's body, right. sir. Yep. Jesus. Talk yeah, about meat. It's that bad. For yep. the audio yeah, list. 20 years from now, Michelle don't display her tattoo. I didn't know he's no. Yeah. Hey Rob, you want to see my you want to no! see my mouse my mouse pad? Here's oh, my mouse pad. Dear, dear <laughs> God, it's like, come okay, on, it's now. funny. Quit. All right, quit the room. I'm fangirling. Yeah, I'm fangirling. No, no, you're funny. lovely. You lovely people. I've enjoyed this immensely. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much, oh, Rob. Really I love I love it. to talk to adults. It's so seldom happens. So. <laughs> well, we love it too, well. and. Uh, <laughs> Please listen to more of our podcast and decide whether you actually do want to come on as a guest because I think it would be really okay. funny. I may have said everything I have to say to anybody Probably. about anything already. I kind of went <laughs> right. off on the tangents. But specific there, songs? It's all good. There we go. It's all good. Ah, uh, well, yes. Yes, it's if you good. want to do that. Or we could talk about Greek history. Let's do that. Well, and right. uh, the guys, brush up. To... brush up on your Greek. And, uh, These two don't need to do that. They yeah. know it all, man. Really? Right. Well, that would oh, be interesting, oh, too. Oh, no, they, they yeah. They, yeah we've, that would be fun here. if we just got up here and didn't talk about Nomi Solo, just talked about Aristotle and Oh, Eric I'm into Hanson. it. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm I'll down. Do it. Let's do it. I'll just sit there like a nubbin. Do I don't know shit. All right, Rob. <laughs> let's let you okay. get back to your family, but we really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you. Thanks so much. Some, maybe talk to you someday in the future, but if not, Fucking enjoy your time, sir. Yeah. Ciao, Benny. Ciao. Thank you. Thank Rob. you very much. Thank you. Rabs. Bye bye. All right. So he's gone. Wow, everybody. So we're Holy still shit. recording for a minute just because I want did, to get our reactions. But that did was. Did I suck? Did I do no, anything? No, no, no. And I. I'm, I just want to be clear for a second. This is I'm still recording this because I want us to get oh. our reactions before we have our own private reactions. But. Holy shit, Rob Wright! I hope that I didn't was oversell really fun, him everybody. coming back to guest as a guest. But oh, well, I, he, you he, know, maybe he'll do it. Maybe he'll do it. Maybe he will. Intrigued. Let's let it I sit for a little while. Intrigued. Let's let it sit for a while. Yeah. But listener, did, if did if you're anything, record? oh yeah. I hope. Hey, you know if, what, if, Jason Lamb? We didn't step on your toes. I hope not. <laughs> no, no, hey, God. hey, hey, wait. If we stepped on Jason Lamb's toes, that was Rob that did it. We didn't fucking. Yeah, totally. That's what I want to say. That's his fault. And I can't, I can't wait to read that fucking book. Anyway, uh, li dear listeners, uh, I'm not going to give you our normal preamble. I'm just going to sit here in the glow of what just fucking happened. But you wouldn't I'm even believe how many like jars of piss I felt. No, it's no. incredible. It's like no. you couldn't hear it. But, did you but, save them? Uh, yeah. I am of course desperate. They're Rob, Rob Wright did you pisses. Pee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you no, pee no, in? No. Oh, but listen, right. listen, both of you. I am desperate to hit stop because I need this fucking shit to get uploaded. Oh, shit. Wait, stop. Hold on. Ah!